Okay, <laughs> I think we're kind of ready. Are we ready? I don't know anymore. I don't even know what show we're on. Are we recording now? Yes, I've just started recording. I'm recording ready. Recording at four. You can what? tell when we're recording. Before? You can Duke, tell it's nine can... o'clock. Ah, damn! This time change is doing my head in. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell when you can tell when we start recording because Stu starts being nice to the listeners and talking. <laughs> I'm never not nice. To the yeah, London I'm not nice to you. How about that? But I'm always nice to the listeners. So before we start the show, yes. Um, thank you to everybody that's in the Twitch channel. We love you very much. I gotta change into my other pants. What? And, I'll be right and back. Do has to change. He has to change into his more comfortable trousers, Stu. I understand what he's doing. Is that what that is? Yes, because I, thought, I can't. I that for accident. example, Stu, let me let me talk you through a bit of a routine I have. Right, I yeah. if I'm uh, when I go out of the house, I usually wear trousers or jeans. Right, mostly jeans. Yes, yep, yep, yep. But when I go back into the house, I have to take the said jeans off and put on more comfortable bottoms. I get it. Because I don't when I, cause I'm sitting down, I'm on the settee. Jeans are quite restrictive, you know, they can be quite uncomfortable. They're not as comfortable as tracky bees, you know, just in the house, are they? Well, I guess that's true. I so guess that's, that's what Duke's doing. You see, sometimes I, I do podcast in my onesie, so that has been known. Yeah. I have, I have, a, couple of, I have a couple of onesies. Are you naked under the onesie, though? Uh, no, I always have boxer shorts on. So you just... The only thing separating me and you sometimes is a microphone a onesie and a thin fabric of boxer shorts that that is true jesus christ that is true i'm i'm about what 200 miles that's good i'm happy about that <laughs> it's quite it's quite a distance but how's um, the uh how's the well we have a meetup we should talk about the meetup let's talk we about do the let's talk about that while we're waiting for Duke to get his pants on yeah so um Yes, we do have a meetup coming very soon. It's coming very yeah. soon now. Uh, the yeah. 25th of April. And we've got more people coming yet again. I've had an email of somebody who's coming who isn't on Facebook. Um, so, yeah. We're looking towards 40 to 50 people at the moment, I would have said, at an estimate. So, yeah, it's looking good. Yeah, that is a lot of people. So, if everybody turns up, we're going to have a fun day, I would have said. Do you reckon um, but no argument. Bring stickers so I can stick people's names on them, so we know who they are. Yes, yes, bring stickers. Bring stickers. I've no got one the trophies. Knows who anyone is. Did, I tell you? Did I tell you I got the trophies? I think I told you last week. Yeah, you told me. They're, that. they're done. Right. They're done. Trophies are ready to go. Um, but I found some templates as well for knockout tournaments, so I'm going to get those printed off, ready for the uh, Street Fighter tournament that we're going to be having. Uh, and we could have a. I guess we could have Mortal Kombat, but just for fun. Sorry about that. I'm back. Are you back? Hello, back. back. Ah, I see what you did there. There you see. Do you see? Right, are we oh, ready? Oh, man, I just quit out of Google Chrome. Dang, nab it. That's not clever. Yeah, it is. Okay, if you say. Can you still hear my typing? Yep. Yes. Fantastic. That's what you have when you have an omni omnidirectional fancy microphone. That's what you have when... Fuck off. But it's not very nice. <laughs> All right, are we ready? I'm always ready. Chin, uh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Do it. 
about every single game that you play this week. Reviews and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chinese game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite saviors. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Let's do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. That console up before you have to press repeat, yo. You can do it! Hello, and welcome to show 273 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 273 coming at you for free! I'm doing. I'm. I'm Stu! That was awful. <laughs> I know, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was awesome! It? Welcome, everybody, and attention Yay. listeners, if you're listening for the first time, sorry about all that stuff Stu left in from earlier. There was hardly anything left in from earlier tonight. Uh, I just didn't hear that, because you went Skypey. Ah, very funny. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, my God. I went Skypey, but you sound fine to me, and that's all that counts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do sound fine, actually. I'm that glad to good. hear it. It's sounding good. Because unbeknownst to recorded listeners, people who are listening later, uh, there was lots of debating going on earlier yes. in the show. I uh, hope you yeah. sound better on the stream and on your recording than you sound to me. So, so hold on, hold on. Let's, let's get this straight. So we, we've had a bit of a debacle, right, yes. listeners. We've had we, a bit of a debacle. Have, true. Duke's tried to introduce new things. And as we all know, <laughs> the only new things that Stu accepts are Japanese female cantily clad <laughs> video games, right? So when it comes to audio recording or broadcasting, he seems he tends to squirm at the idea and makes his ears listen to things that are not there. It's a sign of madness. But anyway, um, and and now Duke is hosting the show over in in the Americas there, and Stu sounds Skypey to me instead of Duke, which what? is unusual. So does he sound Skypey to the? Twitch stream? Apparently. Well, apparently, I do. He's gone a little bit better now, but the only thing that matters, I suppose, in recording terms, if it, if it doesn't sound scopy to him, his recording will be fine. So, Which is true. Which is true. Which both of you sound fine to me. So what we're saying, Twitch listeners, is we hate you. Record it. You're <laughs> awesome. Well, I'd look, uh-huh, I, get burnt. I can only tell you what is what is. <laughs> All right. You're now <laughs> forbidden from using the phrase, I can only yeah. tell you. About 15 times, Stuart says, I can only tell you what I know. (laughs) Anyway, how is Anyway, I'm good. How are you? Happy Easter. Happy Thursday, Jesus. Let's let's eat chocolate eggs for no fucking reason. Right. I've got got one right here. I've got a caramel egg. Oh, my God. I have one, too. Where is it? I have one, too. Wow. What have you got? What do you got? What do you get? What do you got? I bought this like two weeks ago. What sort of egg, though? The what Cadbury is caramel egg. Wow, weird. I've got caramel as well. Dude, i got some mini oh, eggs in I've here, too. It. I forgot. I have. I've got two. Two of them. Sweet. I, I'm the odd one out. I have a Rolo one. But the cool thing about my Rolo one is I have Rolos inside the egg. Nice. You see, I used to love that as a kid. When I used to get a chocolate egg and there was something inside it, that was like the like, surprise I'll tell you treat. what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. As a treat to the, the people that are watching live, right, I'm going to switch the, the cam on, right, <gasps> so there I am, you, you can see me, right, and I'm going to smash the fucking head on my head. Go, go. Save treat. 
So let's let's do that. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm watching. I'm watching. Sorry, yeah, people who are uh, not watching. Special trip. See what you miss out on when you're listening in your car. You need to be here, people. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, oh man. snap! Take that egg. Very egg. good. There's a delay. That egg so has no chance. I'm hearing it differently than what I'm seeing. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> but it's true. It, it is breaking eventually. Yes. Breaking Here we news. go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'll show the egg. <laughs> well, show oh, the broken egg. Show the broken just egg. came back. <laughs> Look at that. Lovely. Go. The problem with Jesus <laughs> coming back is the sequel's never as good, is it? Thank you, no. Jesus. T H A K Y O U. Thank you. There also seems to be some confusion because Millie just keeps asking today, but when can we eat the eggs? But when can we eat them? And I'm like, it's meant to be Easter Monday, isn't it? Because that's like supposedly the egg represents. Yeah, it, apparently the egg represents this, the, the stone being rolled away I from the cave. I have never heard that in my life. That's true. It's true. This is, the, so the, that's the what the eggs represent. Have you heard that? The, no, the great thing about um, being an atheist is I can celebrate these holidays and eat the fucking eggs whenever I want. Well, and the, I want to know the better if anybody thing, in the Twitch stream has ever heard this. You shouldn't eat the, better the eggs about later. The better thing about Monday, being an adult, Easter Monday. Easter I heard Monday. you say it, Stu. I'm trying to get independent confirmation. <laughs> the, good, the good thing, the good thing about being an adult, right, is I can buy chocolate whenever I want and eat yeah. that. That is true. That is true. Yeah. You can buy chocolate whenever you like. Mm. I mean, I'm not. So I'm I, mean, not I, I can hear. I can hear. I'm not a right. massive chocolate right. fan. No. Do you know what I mean? I'm. A, I'm kind of a. A sort of more chewy sweets and savoury items, to be honest. Okay. I could kind of, yeah, I could kind of go forever with not eating another bit of chocolate, and I wouldn't be that Sorry, bothered. Sorry, to make an announcement. If you're listening to the show at the, for the first time, this is where people usually switch off. <laughs> it is true. It is true when we talk chocolate. I wouldn't blame them. No, I wouldn't. Are you eating your egg as well, dude? No, I'm eating an ice cream sandwich. Can we ah, time right. any crap and play the game? Yeah, we'll get to the now, video games soon. <laughs> Can I just check? Is that like two wafers with ice cream in it, or is it really two pieces of bread with ice cream in it? It's not two pieces of bread. It's two, like, chocolate. They're long. can't believe you haven't had an ice cream sandwich. They're long, soft wafers. Yeah, so it's wafers. That's good. That's good. I was, cause I was thinking, crikey, is that some weird American thing? No. You know, like ice cream in two bits of bread. It's a regular old ice cream sandwich. Well, did you imagine, Stu, like two loaves of bread? Yeah, yeah, like an Elvis sandwich. No, you know we've we've tons of ice cream in and chocolate sauce and raspberry ripple and you know all that sandwich between two massive loaves of bread, a hollowed out loaf. My favorite thing about seeing Chinny on the stream is that it's an infinity window. It just it is it is into itself. It's totally yeah. cool, man. Yeah. It does go on Look. forever. Um, go on, Ooh. yeah. So, uh, well, what were you gonna say? <laughs> no, nothing. All right. Well, I was gonna say. We're on the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones Season 3. <laughs> and, my God. Yes. That show is just unbelievable. Right. That's honestly to go. It. It's supposed to just make you go, oh, my God, can you believe what they did on Game of Thrones? I better tweet about that. Well, I'm, I'm a bit late to the party because I think this this season came out in 2013 that's all right so 
So it's too late to be tweeting stuff or whatever. Well, no, but but I'm saying, man, like that. I, 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 I think that that's a poor structure around which to build a story. Oh no, it's it's still good. I mean, the story's still good, but it is shocking. But what was what was what was quite interesting today? I did say to Kay, uh, you know what, Duke's right. There is no hope. Exactly. <laughs> there is no hope, and that makes it less than amazing, in my opinion. I guess, but you, you can't you can't knock the entertainment value of it all. But it anyway, did make me feel shoot, a bit depressed shoot. for the rest of the day. Yes, <laughs> you've been talking about you've been watching quality television. Quality. Right. Would you agree? They're no. definitely quality. I've also spent my weekend watching quality television. I said when you hear about the two the two films that I've been watching. Um, when I was oh. a child, I was a big fan of these films, and I thought, I wonder if these films still hold up. Uh, Problem Ooh. Child One and Problem Child Two. The two and? films that I was, and they do still hold up because there's a funny scene where the kid says, "Of course, I want to leave you, stupid dick." And there's also a scene. <laughs> Sorry, this where is how no, old child? This child is about five, right? Uh, now he's about eight or something like that. And there's another scene where these two dog trainers, for no reason, start making a, a parody advert for dog food. And then while the kid is going to get the dog. You get a scene of these two men, and one of them tries to grope the other, and the other one says, "Not now, we're at work." And I never spotted that as a child. Nice. Just, it's very wrong. It's very wrong. But um, SLH, it does get worse in season four. I know. I know. Do you know what problem? It's child? kind of yeah. Problem no. child season four, man. That's the most hopeless ever. <laughs> no game There's of no thrones. Hope. Red birthday party. Oh my god. Well, you see. I- I wondered if that was what we've got to, but maybe that isn't. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god! I don't. Do you know when you sort of watch something and you think it can't possibly get any worse, yeah. and then it does? Yeah. That is Game of Thrones. It just it continually you, you gets watched, worse. You haven't watched Cinderella this weekend either, have you? Because <laughs> the new one, I assume. No. I certainly thought that when I was watching that. <laughs> oh, you got dragged, didn't you? To say, how did that go? Was it good? Well, um. Are you no. eating during a podcast? It's so unprofessional. <laughs> that is true. I've not had my egg yet. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have some of my caramel egg. So I'm. I'm gonna well, go for a bit of caramel. I was podcast. We would just sit around eating, eating food. <laughs> Let's just do it. I, to, um, I, I would like Cinderella more if, if it was a bit more realistic. You know, like people got STDs, for example, like they used to do. <laughs> You know, stuff like that. Sexy and I know it. Bubonic, bubonic plague. Would that yeah. have helped? Yeah. Um, a little like, bubonic plague. Like, like, like a scene where Cinderella has to shit in a bucket and throw it over a window. You know, proper <laughs> stuff. So let me ask you this, though. Was it worth it for the seven-minute Frozen sort of reveal or whatever? Um, the Frozen short wasn't really that great. I'm a, I'm a fan of Frozen, by the way. I think Frozen's fantastic. I still haven't seen it. It was really good, but I'm eating the Rolos that was in the egg now. And yeah, I'm, uh, I'm eating my caramel egg. It's very good. I'm a massive fan of Frozen, but the, the, the Frozen fever, as it's called, the short, isn't very good. We will get to video games shortly, I promise. Oh, we can we talk with this. Chilly Willy! We want Chilly Willy! I'm sure there's a crappy Frozen game on the iPod, so, you know, it counts, kind of. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about that, are we? You can't just well, no. a movie and then say, well, we're talking about games because there's a game based on this movie. Linked. Linked to it very loosely. Uh-huh. 
There you go. I'm sure there's some sort of free fall game. That's what they usually have, isn't it? You know, if something falls down or you jump up or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There'll, be, there'll be some crap game anyway yes. that goes along with it. Anyway, talking anyway. of games, we, we should anyway. do games, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should yeah. do some games. Um, so we'll come to talking about video games? How dare you? Chinny first. Let's see what Chinny's been up to. What have you been up to, Chinny? Ah! What you been doing? Yo. Um, yes, I've, I've, uh, last week I very briefly talked about uh, a, a, a bad game or sort of okay game called Halo Spartan Assault. The free game. Well, it was free for me. It's not free for everyone. Oh, I thought it was free for everyone. No, it was only free on the, the game's gold thing. Oh, I got you. But what I did was, I, if you don't have an Xbox One yet, you can log into Xbox.com. And buy like click them for free when they're free, uh, and then when you get an Xbox One, you can just they'll all be in your download queue when you get gotcha. one. Click click. So if you don't have an Xbox One yet and you're planning on getting one, then I recommend doing that because that's a good way of getting a lot of games for yeah. for your thing, you Jay. Um, which is which is similar because you can do the exact same thing on PS Plus. So if you have that, you can download all PS4 games and Vita games, even if you don't have those consoles. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so Highland Spot and Assault. Um, sort of my comments are: it's a very sort of average twin stick shooter game. Uh, it's it's a it's no bells and well, it's supposed to be like, you know, this big thing. I'm, I'm sure they just went, we need something Halo. You, Derek, what are you doing? Well, I just clean the toilets. Do it, and and that's what you've got here. Um, it's a twin stick shooter. It looks like Halo Wars, uh, but it's not, which means it's awful. And it's the campaign just drags on and on and on, and they ramp up the difficulty at the end, and you think, ugh, just finish. There is a co-op campaign as well, which is separate, where you fight the flood. So there's, you know, there's there's quite a bit of meat there, I suppose, if you're into that sort of thing. But um, yeah, not 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 for me, not for me, I'm afraid. So that's a no on Halo Spartan Assault. Even for free. Well, it's not free at the moment. I mean, if you've got it sitting there and it's it's not cost you anything then why not? But the, the big thing with this game, that it, it was their sort of cross-platform game, you know, on like Windows tablets and all sorts of stuff. So that's what they designed it for. And, um, yeah, it's just it's just not that great, unfortunately. Oh, but never no. Mind. Never mind. I, um, I have been playing another game. That's good. That's good. What another is the other game? game? Oh, yeah, my what God. Else? Um, it's uh, it, it's one of the games that was free this month. There's quite a few games that are free. Apparently, uh, on the Xbox Live Gold this month, they've they've doubled it for some reason. I think it might be something to do with Easter. Um, but usually, when Jesus um, came back from the dead with more games, that's it. I mean, that's what right. can I do with all these games? Uh, I'm a generous God. No, so the the the, the two games are these free games Jesus gave me. <laughs> yes, uh, the two games are uh, Child of Light, which apparently is very very good. I haven't oh, yeah. played. I've downloaded it. Um, it's some sort of wishy washy, airy fairy Japanese um, RPG thing, which isn't Japanese. So that's that's great. Can't wait to play that one. Um, <laughs> but the other one uh, is I'm 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 being silly. I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind. But uh, the other game is Pool Nation, which is the pool game that I wasn't going to buy and I've never heard of, but fuck it, it's free. So 
and I like pool. And to my surprise, in Pool Nation, there is also snooker. Yay! Mm, snooker. Uh, there's, there's nine ball pool, there's eight ball pool, there's UK pool, there's snooker, and there's other modes as well, like trick modes and, I don't know, fucking steal your dog mode. I don't know, right, but there's other That's modes. That's my favorite modes in there. Dog mode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I downloaded that, and, and I don't think the controls are as... as uh, as good as they could be, I feel like there you go. I'll put it up on the stream now. Um, I don't think the, the the controls are as intuitive as they could be. I, I feel like other pool games have done it better. Uh, Master Zulu in the chat said, "Pool Nation is uh, asterisk asterisk asterisk," which I don't know what that means. Um, I think it means great. I'm, I'm sure. great, great. best game yes, ever. Great. Uh, so it's it's a little bit. It's a there's there's a few things odd with it. Uh, the first thing that I noticed was that it's it's sort of very shit um no it's, that's unfair that's unfair no that's not it's not shit i think it's quite good actually but the music is terrible right so the first thing you should do as soon as you play this game is um shoot yourself in the head or switch the music off because one of them will happen uh indefinitely and um all right maybe i got the switch- soundtrack queued up here oh this is good do you know what it reminds me of when I look at game. I don't know. This is complete OST. Here, let's go to in the endurance game over music. Yeah. That's <laughs> like off a really crap quiz show. I know. But when I look at this, you know what this reminds me of? It remi- Do you remember in PlayStation Home when they first launched that? They had like a, an area where you could go and play. That's <laughs> not the music you want for a pool mm. game. Am I no. playing pool or am I in a gay bar? <laughs> well, <laughs> it does look it does look like uh, PlayStation Home where they had the pool tables and they had like temping bowling. That's what it reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, it does kind of look like that. I agree. Do you they, know what I mean? Now that's weird. They, they do create this, um, <clears throat> like you know, the background and stuff, the, the room that you're in. It's actually an actual... It looks like your worst fucking nightmare. I would hate to be in this place, but whatever. Um, it, it, the pool is what I'm trying to concentrate on. So there's plenty of options. There's plenty of different game modes. Uh, you play online. You play a little career and stuff. Uh, so that's good. There's a lot to do. I feel like the camera's. I know this is a bit uh, nitpicky, but I feel like the camera is a little bit close to the cue ball. Uh, I, I, that puts me off a lot, and you don't have a lot of freedom with uh, with how you can move it. Um, the the version I'm actually streaming is the uh, is the PC version, so I'll get up the Xbox One version. So, and the, the, there's other things that I don't like with it, where the power is controlled by your um, right stick. Okay, so you pull it back and you can lock it with the RB button so that it doesn't, whatever you pull it back to, that's the power of it, and then you push it forward. Would you say that it gives you too much of that? I mean, it's just very hard to gauge about how far away, how far back it is, what that means. So you know, you like, the maximum possible for a person to have is excessive. And maybe not just you, but it's possible that no one should have that much of it. Exactly, yeah, and, and it just seems a bit. I actually fell for that one that time. Um, it seems you did. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. It, it just seems like it's hard to gauge the power. 
on on the on the old um, on the old queue there. And the, there's other things that the controls do well, but it doesn't do you a, a, it doesn't do a great job in showing you that. Like I played um, Coop from Void Games, who you've met, Stu. Um, I have. And he didn't know. I played the game less than him, and he didn't know half the shit because I read the the, the tutorial, and he didn't. Nerd. Uh, nerd. And so if you nerd. just push up on, if you just push up on the R stick, um, it does like a default power, so it's not too hard, not too soft, and you know you can just take the shot quickly. If you press. LB or L1 or whatever, um, it, it fine tunes the the direction that you that you move the you know that you're aiming at, so that helps it. Just little things like that, that that they have done, but it doesn't really it doesn't feel like it's intuitive as it could be. Um, but oh well, you know it's it's still you know what for 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 nothing. I, I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to play more of it. Uh, I think um, it's good for you know we could definitely you know how the golf club has got tournaments going. Yeah. I feel like it's oh, good yeah. enough. Yeah. It's good enough to have some sort of knockout tournament going on. You know what I mean? It's not terrible. It just means that you have to knock the music off. And you know, when you're not watching the, um, when you're not playing, you have a free mode camera. You can walk around as if you was a person walking around the table. Oh, yeah. which I thought at first I thought oh, that's pretty cool. But then, at, then I, at second thought, I was just I just want to watch the other person pop the ball. Like, I don't really give a shit about moving around and thinking well, about it too much. Drink. You can't get a drink. You can't move that far from the table. Ah. Um, I immediately tried to jump out of the window. You know what I mean? As soon as I, as soon as I knew I had freedom, I was like freedom. Uh, and then I realised I was tethered to the Turned table. Turned into Braveheart. Um, yeah, freedom. They can um, take our eight ball, but they can't take. They stand there with their keys. Uh, no, so I, uh, I, 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 I know it's a bit of a weird one, but the graphics are very nice. I know it's just shiny balls, lol. And I, I realise uh, that it's, it's not difficult to do. Um, but hey, uh, there is snooker on the game. Now, the problem with the snooker is it requires... It's a different cloth. Now, I don't want to get too nerdy on your ass here. Um, oh, but no. I, do, I do know a little bit about snooker and, snooker. and shit. Mm-hmm. So the physics of pool and the physics of snooker are very different. The balls are made differently. Uh, the weight of the balls are different. Uh, and that's balls, true. In- balls, 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 balls. I'm sorry. I was trying to re-cue it. I wasn't trying to play it again just then. That was sorry, go on. possibly. <laughs> that was so funny that I couldn't laugh. <laughs> I fear that I would not stop laughing. So these ball physics uh, you were talking about, Tini. So the weight of <laughs> stupid sound effects. I know exactly. it's very hard to give a, 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 an earnest yes, opinion of a game. Please continue. when. When Duke is being so unprofessional. <laughs> yes, he. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Right. Now, the, the, the 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 pool balls. The American pool uh, is very different to, to British pool. Uh, the tables are different. Uh, the balls are weighed differently. Don't laugh when I say balls, please. Uh, and they they weigh differently. They're made differently. That's true with UK pool and um, American pool. It's also true with snooker. The snooker balls are different sizes, and also the cloth's different as well. So it travels differently. Huh. Uh, the white ball stops very suddenly in 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 pool on and on pool tables, but on snooker tables it doesn't. It, it actually carries a lot longer. So the physics of snooker are very wrong. Now it doesn't really matter when it's UK pool and American pool. You can sort of get by. But because I'm so used to 
a snooker game being what it is, I tend to, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm playing snooker. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I'm playing snooker in America, uh, which just feels a bit odd. Um, but nevertheless, you know, it's okay. But the, the, the Steph J was saying to me that he, he doesn't like it because the snooker game on the iPad, uh, Snooker 2012, is, is, is much better. And I have to agree, to be honest, in terms of controls and physics and just all round polish, uh, it seems to be better, so... There you go. Uh, yeah, better pull action. So, any, any questions? No, I don't think so. But it does remind me. I I once uh, played a match in a pub. You know, because I used to be in a pool team many many years ago when I was a sort of seventeen, eighteen, and it was so rough, right? That on the pool table, someone had drawn penises in all the pockets, and like, yeah, you know, this this hasn't got any of that, has it? Well, there's, maybe, there's not a single penis anywhere. The penis pocket table. You can <laughs> customize the clocks <laughs> be. though, because when I played Coop, we customized his balls. Yes, low. And he also, because Coop's got an afro, you've met him. Uh, I have Coop. met him. He has definitely got an afro. He's got an afro. He put this typical sort of afro dude on his a picture of an afro dude on his thing, and I says, "You don't help your stereotype, do you, Coop? You know <laughs> what I mean? You're trying to anyway." Um, but no, that is, you know, so is kind of cool. Like you can customize things like that. I, I don't, I'm not really into fancy, stupid shit like that. But you know, some people like it because um, I had to play a game with him with a stupid fucking afro dude on my cloth. You know, what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's distracting. I can't, I can't see anything. Um, but whatever. So you, you, you've got a bit of that going on. In ter- for a, for for a little pool game, it's not too bad. I think pure pool is a better pool game um i i haven't played it but i've seen many many different uh gameplay videos of it and to me that seems like it's taking it a little bit more uh seriously and uh it's i think that would would have been the game that i would have liked to play but um yeah you know and there's there's another thing as well pete has just um reminded me of there are tricks in the game there's a trick mode as well and you can also make your own tricks which is pretty cool right okay so you can so make it like own... John Virgo. Yeah, you can make your own tricks um, trick and, and trick shots and all sorts of stuff. So I'm sure I haven't looked yet, but I'm sure there are some already crazy shit going on with trick shots. So that'll be interesting to 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 have a go on. Well, there's I mean there's Hustle Kings on the on the PS4 which I've downloaded but never played. So I should maybe give that a go and let you know if that's any good next week. That wasn't no, insightful that. at all. Well, I'm only saying. There's a game you know, that I haven't a, played. And I don't know anything about. There's a, but, but it's another alternative, it isn't it? There's another yes. alternative to this. And pure pool. Pure so, pool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, Hustle games. Anyway, I'll give that a whirl. Let you know. If it's yeah. Angles. So I haven't quite got my snooker game yet, but um, it's a step in the right direction, at least. No snooker. No snooker for me then. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there you go. Okay, Uh I've also played something else. One more thing. Oh, oh, go on, go on. Uh, I've been playing more of GTA Online. Oh, heists. the heists. 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 Fantastic. Uh, me and uh, Marsh and Chris and Antonio, GH Rocker, um, decided to play heists. Uh, there, There is a, a heist called, I'm trying to remember, the Humane Lab. Hmm. Now, I'm not quite sure. The problem with the with the, the cutscenes and stuff, it does give you the reasons why, you know, you're doing the heist. And the problem is you're too distracted in 
taking the piss out of each other. Uh, so you don't really hear what people are saying too much. Yeah. Or uh, what you're to supposed be to be doing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I never really know um, what's going on. But hey ho, um, it's 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 one of those. What can you do? Uh, I'll bet, yeah, I'll bet so Antonio is a beast at this, isn't he? I bet he's like really good. Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. We we all held our own. But the the, the only thing with um with this one was that uh I, I don't know why I've got that wrong video on. I've got a guy and his face is on the on the thing, so I'll remove that to find a better video. Weird. Um, the, I, I can't remember what I was saying. But the, the, can you please so the have humane, tube clips ready to go before I start? The humane yeah, labs. You should vet them. Vet them, mum. Vet them. He wants to, you want me to get an animal doctor to work on him? Yeah, exactly. So the humane labs, um, you have to do quite a few things. You have to get uh, like a plan and all this sort of shit. Um, you have to get like um, uh, you have to go to like a air hangar and you have to swim through pipes and all sorts of crazy stuff. But you have to get to a lab. But before you get there, you have to do an EMP, EMP blast and it's very cool there's the only thing with it is there's one mission where you it's completely stealth oh you know what i mean it's just completely stealth. so you can't no one can get notified but you can kill people with silences and stuff and that mission took us well over an hour just to do um it was a tough one but apart from you know we still had a lot of fun doing it you know it's it's still fantastic and the actual mission itself you can tell that some of the roles they 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 just didn't have enough for them to do because the hoist that we did, Humane Labs, it's four people. Two people are on the ground, so they parachute in into the into the lab and shoot their way through, go through a tunnel and get picked up at the beach. Um, but uh, the, the the other two are just circling round in a helicopter waiting for us to get done. So for them two, it's quite boring. Yeah. Right, but you know, I, I I don't really know. Like, it, it, you do get. I suppose you can do it as often as you want. You get a ton of invites when you're playing the game, and you, eventually you could just swap roles and see what the other person's doing. So it's not too bad. But there are some roles that you get stuck with in the heists where there isn't a ton for you to do. You know. So how uh, how pres- long did the whole heist take to do? The actual heist mission, because there's set-up missions as well. Yeah, yeah, no, the totals from setting up to doing the actual thing you have to do oh, at the end of it. I would take, I would say, four hours. Wow, four that's hours. impressive. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah, it takes, it takes a long time to get it all done. Um, so can, you, can you kind of save and come back to it, then, if you're doing it? Yeah, they're just missions, so you can just do the set-up missions, and it'll track who you did those missions with, and, um, you know, what missions you've done, and and so on. But the only thing is, say if you did whoever's missions you're doing, it doesn't count for me. So if we did yours to you, it yeah. would say that I haven't done them when I go into my game. You know, technically, right. I haven't done any heist missions apart from the tutorial one. So in because... so in effect, you kind of need to sort of do it with the same people all at the same time on one person's console. But are the kind of trophies or achievements linked to doing the the high so does that not really come into i don't it know i don't know if there is actually I, I, i'm not sure if there's any achievements i don't know um but it, it just means that whoever's doing hosting the hoists yeah they that it counts as done for them but when as soon as you try and host a hoist you can't do it 
you have to yeah, start so you better just sort of completing it with whoever starts to host it yeah, just do the whole exactly, of it yeah. with them so we, yeah. we'll just do marshes and then when we've done marshes we'll we'll go through mine and and do mine and there's always people who we're playing with that have done this one already and there's somebody that hasn't done it at all you know so it's not a big deal to be honest i think people are just happy that they're in and it works and and to be fair, it seems to work pretty well now. You know, there was a bit of faffing at the start, getting people in the game. But the best thing to do is to when you when you hope, when you start GTA, go into single player, and then press start, go into online, host a private lobby, which is like invite only session. Get everybody in in on that session, and then start start um, start the mission, and then you're good. And away you go. Um, I mean, I, I must admit, I am still tempted to re-pick up GTA Five because I did like that game. You know, I did have a lot. It's going to be sixty FPS. Oh I know, God. but but to be honest with you, I don't think you know my system runs most stuff, but I don't it, think it, it would, gives a shit. Yeah, I don't think it would be worth it on my system. I'd be well, able to run it, but copy. it wouldn't. A free copy? How? Uh, hello, G4TE. Oh yeah, I get giving it. one away on Facebook. I guess, but that all being said, I don't know. I just feel like I wouldn't benefit that much from having it on PC. I might as well just get it for the PS4 because yeah. I yeah. don't think there'll be that much of a difference. But there will be people playing it on the PC, like Big Bad Daddy. I know, I know. I have seen all that stuff. I have seen all that stuff, but I just, I don't know. I think I'd still probably get it on the on the PS4. Although I must admit, considering how many copies this is sold i very rarely see anyone playing it on my friends list on the ps4 yeah it's not something every time i play every time i play gta online i i honestly think this i could just play this game for the next two years and be happy forever because forever. we was playing game modes that i never even touched because there's custom people make their own races and stuff yeah and we just picked like random ones that was on the Rockstar recommended. Now, attention! We're talking about car races or like racing, not like people make their own races like on Skyrim. No, uh, and they were ridiculous. There was like ones where people have made the biggest jump ever, and you go up these buildings, or or there's people that wait. There's there's like a track, a race track that's like trials. You know, like trials HD. Yeah, yeah, and it's on a bike, and it's really hard to do. There's there's missions after mission, after, and it just never ends. And there are there's just endless stuff that people can make, and there are still missions, actual story missions, and Trevor missions online that I haven't even seen. I have no idea. You what see, they it's are. interesting because when when they talked about the online stuff and they said it would be customizable and you'd be able to make up your own stuff we were a bit concerned that it would be quite shallow and there wouldn't be that much you could do to make your own missions. So are these like Which little big... were we? Yeah, I guess. But are these like little big planet where there's like a list of what people have made and you can just go in and download them I or think so. start I haven't playing. experimented with it too much, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, you know, you go on Rockstar Recommends or wherever and there'll be a list and top rated and new and all that sort of stuff. And you just go in and have a look. And I, I don't know how flexible some of the missions are, but the people make some wicked race courses. I know that. And right. cool. You're not forgetting the the other added fact of sometimes it's just funny to shoot flares at your friends. That is, I'm just watching that now, and it does look that, fun. That, that that is, and the other thing that we did, we finished a heist mission, and a, a new feature that you can do now, you know, in first person view, yeah. is you can point, Stu. If you <laughs> double click the right stick, your character just points 
just holds his hand out and points. All right. And is that for a bet in the game, or is that just a cool aesthetic thing? No, it's it, there's no benefit to it no, other it's, than it's hilarious because when when my when my mate Marsh was being chased by the police, he was hiding in the tunnel, and the police wasn't on me. I just ran into the tunnel and kept on pointing at him, going. It's him you want, not me. <laughs> right? And it's just hilarious. Um, and then the, or you just wander around the, the flat. Everybody's pointing at each other or picking each other's noses. You know, stupid shit. Um, th- there's a lot. There's a lot of game there. There's a lot of game in GTA Online. And I honestly just think I could play this and nothing else. And I'd be happy for like two years. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't miss anything. You know, I dare say you probably would be. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you you just you're just a rock star GTA fanboy, aren't you? At the end, of I am, all. I am, I am. It's you know, true. you love this this game more than Jesus. <laughs> Actually, that doesn't take a lot. Most you, things more than Jesus. Not yeah, that is true. Yeah, That's not Jesus a good comparison. Really, just, isn't it? You know. love this game more than pizza. That's tricky now. Now we're getting dangerous. <laughs> well. It's true. It's true. Um, anyway, no, I can I'm, see it. I can I'm, see it. I'm done. So that's that's what I've been playing. That's it. He's done. Um, we're going to come to you last, you, because I fear we're going to have some argument of some sort. What are you talking about? I'm a very conciliatory person. I never argue about anything. We'll see. Um, so I'll get mine out of the way, and then we'll come back to you. So uh, play the challenge on the golf club, as always. Do that every week, so I'll get that out of the way. And, so and I didn't have... Challenge? Uh, I can't remember the name of the course this time. But so each uh, that, this is someone puts up a challenge for a course? Uh, G, G40 and, and the Overseas Connection, they have a, a challenge course every week Sweet. on the golf club. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't doing too great. Earlier in the week, I was getting uh, plus scores. And I was like, ah. Oh. And then I had one more round on Friday, and I got a, a three under par, which I was kind of happier with. So I was like, that'll do for me. So that I just left big. it at that. <laughs> that'll do. And then, unbelievably, because I don't think you realise this, but unbelievably, I never had Half-Life 2 for the PC. Really? Really, yeah, never had it. you have it on the orange box? I did have it on the orange box. I had it on 360, and I had it on the original Xbox, and I played it several times on on the Xbox 360, only once on the Xbox. Um, But yeah, I've, I've played it a few times. And, uh, yeah, they brought out on Steams, on the Steams, there's a new uh, Half-Life 2 come out called Half-Life 2 Update. Have you heard of this? You heard this? No? Sorry, yes, the no? Duchess is showing me this really cool blue sphere. What did you ask, Stu? Uh, have, you, have you heard of Half-Life 2 Update? Yeah, I saw that on Steam, but it's, yeah, it's so a graphical thing, isn't it? It doesn't add any basic, content, correct? It doesn't add any content, but what it does, it makes it look a whole lot shinier. Uh, so there's a there's a lot better shadowing. There's a lot. And when you lighting. think about it, when you think about it, Duke, what is the most perfect thing for Stu? Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Stuart, please stop whining about minor aesthetic details. But do you know what though? Here's they're the not thing. minor. There's a thing. No, well, they are. They are. To be fair, it doesn't add a whole lot, but it just looks a lot smoother. Everything looks a lot better. They don't add a whole lot, but it's a lot smoother. It just looks better. It just yes. looks better. I'm fine. But the in- the interesting thing is this. This game came out in November 2004. Sorry, game, unquote. Oh, no, no, Half-Life 2, you mean? Yes, yeah. Half-Life 2. Right. So this game originally came out in November 2004. Yes. So it's it's now over 10 years old. Yes, and it still looks and good I'm, if you had this instance. It's, 
it still looks amazing. Even without the install, it still looks good. But I'm just like, I'm just wowed by how ahead of the time Valve were back in 2004 when they that. released this. Valve's game. a great company. They develop good stuff, no doubt. And it still plays. It still looks good. And when did Oblivion come out? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's uh, 2005, I think, that came out. Yeah. 2006. So basically, Valve and, and Bethesda are the two best ever developers. Maybe. maybe. But, I, I mean, that all being said, Rockstar. though, I'd forgotten. Yeah, I'm Rockstar, I guess. But I'd forgotten how much fun this game is to play. It is just so much fun to play. I like that I just, too. I don't know if I'd call my experience with it a lot of fun. I mean, it is. It's a good game, but I don't know, like the tightrope stuff. Like I just hated all of that. There's not a. Well, there's not a the bridge. Of that. I, I love that bridge. I know. I do. That's my favorite. Uh, whatever. Bridge. Different people have different ideas of fun. I guess. The the bit I different wasn't strokes ever... it takes. Different the, drugs it takes. The bit I wasn't ever too keen on. Different drugs to Yeah. Jesus Christ. Don't ever do that again. Um, <laughs> the bit, the bit yeah, I always... Okay, okay. <laughs> the bit I always did, was never too keen on was the uh, beach section with the outline where you had to keep moving boards across the beach to get from one side to the other without disturbing them. Yeah. That was, that was a bit... Very you know, there is an achievement tedious. for doing... For doing that with it, I know. I know. I spent an hour trying to do it, and I thought I'd done it. Got to the other side, and it didn't bleep. And I was like, "I'm not doing it again," because <laughs> I thought I'd done it. I was like, "Oh!" Um, but what you forget about this game is true. But what's what's so great about this game, and is you know what you forget about this compared to games in modern times is just the atmosphere it builds yeah you know and, and the sort of just the sense of place of where you are and you know instantly that it's not a great place to be from that moment you get off the train at the very beginning of the game you know this isn't a good place to be i i am i honestly like freaked the fuck out when i saw g-man in the distance yeah yeah i, I freaked so, out so see cool. i didn't because i felt like there's a formula for these kinds of games, these kinds of scenarios, movies and books too. Like it's a dystopian future. Yeah, that guy's going to come and try to take you away or whatever. Yeah, that is it may be, but there's not many, you know, admittedly movies, TV shows, books have done it well, but I think up until Half-Life 2 coming out, games hadn't really done that very That's well. That's probably true. Do you know what I mean? And I think this builds this whole world around you and you know, and regardless of the fact that Gordon Freeman doesn't talk. Doesn't really make a he talks a with difference. His crowbar. He does talk with his crowbar. <laughs> but I, I, but the, the way the way I saw the G Man though was exactly how they would want it. You know, I saw him way off in the distance. It was just a man in a suit looking at me, right? And I'd sort of forgot about the G Man at the start. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I zoomed in. I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Like, what? and I thought it was like an error. And I thought, "What is that? What's that? What's that?" Uh, and then. He just walks off, and then he's gone. And I'm like, holy shit, it's him! Uh, and then I, I proper like fell for it, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, fucking, he's watching me! And then I think I saw him once after that, but apparently he popped up loads. And I'd also forgotten how irritating loading screens were. You know, where it says loading, it stops for about 30 seconds while it loads the next bit in. I'm like, shit, I've forgotten all about that. 
Because I think we've got used to nowadays, like, very little loading in games. I haven't. You know what I mean? I'm looking at a loading screen right now. <laughs> no, have you, but... Haven't you read the reviews for Bloodborne? No, no, That's yeah, true. I've heard. I've heard, yeah. Not great, apparently. Not great. But no, they, this game the still holds great, up well. But the loading screens are short. Yeah, Especially similar to this. Respawn every five seconds. But yeah, no, I'm, and, and I think what they did a really great job of is just environment change as you're going through the game. You know how stuff changes as you go through it. And it, it does feel like a real place, and I think that's what makes it so cool. So yeah, I'm loving a bit of that. But on the back of that, I downloaded another mod called Minerva. Um, which uh, no, no, Minerva, which is uh, no nothing to do with Bioshock, but it's, it is Half Life Two in the Half Life Two universe. Yes, and the combine have taken over a little island, and the shit going down on this island, and it's like some sort of weird experiments to do in, but you don't really know. Um, but really cool. It's called Minerva Metastasis. It's called yes. And, um, yeah, it's definitely worth giving it a download. I mean, it's free, so you don't have to worry about it. You know, you don't have to pay. It's a completely free download. Uh, and it's on Steamworks, so you don't have to mess around, you know, like dropping it into a folder or any of that malarkey. Oh, yeah. So it's, so it's dead and good. And it's, it's free, no charge. Exactly. And what's cool about it is, though, you start off on this the surface of this very small island, um, and then you sort of go on the ground, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Now... I was really enjoying it up to a point where, you know, as in Half-Life 2, they take all your weapons off you. Yeah. You know, but you're still left with a super grav gun, aren't you? So it doesn't matter because you just adapt the way you play. In this, it takes all your weapons off you, but I couldn't find any new weapons and just started getting killed loads by the soldiers and they had no way of escaping. So I need to go back to a couple of saves. Yeah, go back a couple of saves because I feel like I must have missed something somewhere along the way because I'm getting the shit kicked out of me now. Mm. But apart from that, it's pretty good. But I just I just need to uh, keep on playing, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I'm loving a bit of that. And on the Vita, Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward, um, they had this on offer in the Easter sale. I had it for the 3DS, but I haven't charged that up in about 18 months. And I started playing this on there and really, really liked it. And then sort of, obviously, didn't charge it up much. So I was like, it was six ninety nine. So I was like, six ninety nine. I'm definitely getting this. And um, the fuck's it called? Do you know, again? zero escape virtues last reward. Okay. It's, do you remember nine 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 no. rooms nine people nine? I remember whatever. the TV show nine nine nine. No, totally different. Totally, it's Japanese anyway. Needless to say. What's the fuck's and it called again? <laughs> it's it's in the show notes with a link and everything for you. Oh, is it? It's yeah, it is. It is. It's called <laughs> Zero Escape. <laughs> Virtue's last reward. Is that basically? Uh, <laughs> no, it did sound like it. <laughs> so basically, the setup is this: uh, nine people are gassed and kidnapped, and then they wake up in this sort of facility. And you've got to kind of be the last person alive. So it's kind of got a bit of a, you know, Hunger Games kind of battle royale oh, feel about it. Is this the thing where it. it adds the days of how long you're going to be there by every like every movement you do? And is is this this game? Not that not that I'm aware of. No, it's kind of an it's kind of like a a novel puzzle game, if you will. It's like a story but with puzzle elements. So it's kind of you're almost like reading a story, really. You're uh, but then there's yeah, but then there's puzzles. I mean, they released 999 on the... School. 
Yeah, they released 999 on the iPad, and on the iPad version, they took the puzzles out. So they took the puzzles out, so you basically just made the decision, like the choices. So this game, obviously the choices you make affect the outcome of the final game. On 999, there was about 9 or 10 different endings. So there's about 9 or 10 different endings on 999. Um, but it's really, really good. It's, it's adulting theme, you know, there's quite a bit of swearing and stuff like that, and violence and you know some people get killed um, oh, a lot of so reading there is a lot of reading it's a book that's what i was kind of telling you it's kind of oh, a book oh, oh. <laughs> it's kind of a book with puzzles it's kind of a book with puzzles um but it's good oh, it's really really good it's nothing but a book with puzzles it's kind of a book I, had, with I had a book with puzzles it had like a maze in there and you had to color it within the lines <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> But I've got to say, the puzzles are quite ingenious. Some of them are kind of like head scratches. It's uh, and then some of them are fairly easy, but others sort of make you have to think a bit. So it's it's kind of cool. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. I mean, if you've got a Vita uh, for six ninety nine, this is a bit of a bargain, really. Um, so go and download it now. You got a Vita, definitely play this. It's uh, it's you you won't be disappointed if you like Japanese and weird shit. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, and then the last thing I've been playing this week. Um, Dying Light finally came. Oh, yeah, had, finally. Finally, you know, I had issues last week. And, well, I phoned up Amazon, and I've got to kind of give them some props. I've got to give Amazon some props because they've got a new thing now. If you bought it directly from Amazon, if it's if your game hasn't arrived within seven days, uh, they just send out a replacement with no questions oh, asked. Nice. Did you find yeah, so it cool. at the post office? Not a clue, but it's it's never turned up. So it's never arrived. Um, and what was kind of interesting as well, she she gave me expedited delivery, so I phoned up on on the day before at about four o'clock, and it arrived by about ten o'clock the following morning. Oh, nice! So yeah, so it was impressive. I've got to say the customer service was pretty good. You know, they sorted it out and the job was done. Um, but you know, Seth McNitt was all over this. Wait, 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 wait. You know, and I was worried because he loves all the Assassin's Creed, whether they're shit or not. You know, he just loves those games. So I was kind of concerned as to whether it was going to be good or not. You know, a bit worried, a bit worried. Um, but I've got to say, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised at how good this game is. Um, it looks great. What's kind of interesting is in the daytime, um, there's not that many zombies around. It's not like, there's not like loads and hundreds and thousands of zombies what they're, they're kind of clever in the way they do it. what they tend to do is if there's a mission based thing when you get to where the mission is then there'll be zombies there but when you're traversing around the city most of the time there's not a lot of zombies you need to be worrying about do you know what i mean it's kind of cool like that because you can sort of run around and for the first time i've used the button remapping thing on the ps4 that they've just implemented because default-wise, and there's no way of changing it in the default settings, but default-wise, uh, the sprintings, you, you have to click down on your left thumbstick, which I don't like at all. Mm. I really don't like that. So you, so, And, and on the uh, left trigger is uh, kicking. Or is it throwing? No, it's throwing an item. I sure. So I know, yeah. So you throw an item normally on the left trigger... Or you can sort of um, and click the thumbstick for sprinting. So I went in and I, I swapped those around on the controller uh, to left trigger for sprint, which just feels so much more natural because you can just hold it in and you're not sort of 
trying to keep your thumbstick pressed down, although it kind of does run automatically, but it is a bit, it just feels easier with it on the trigger. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of cool. And then about halfway through the game, and it's kind of artificial because it does have a day-night cycle, and the day cycle lasts about an hour in game time, and the night cycle lasts about 14 minutes, from what I can gather. So it's about 14 or 15 minutes for the night and about an hour for the day. So they, so they definitely, you know, sort of wait it into the day. But the first few missions, I think, are kind of controlled in a way that you don't really get the night time till you hit a certain point in the game. Mm. So it's kind of controlled that way. But the voice acting is really solid. And when you do get to night time, it completely changes the way you play the game. And I'm, I'm not kidding you, right? You know, you know, you say, like, normally in games, if it's night time, it can be a little bit dark. And you know, but you can still see stuff around you, can't Skyrim. you? Skyrim. Maybe not. Well, in this game, it's the same. In this game, no. But even in Skyrim, you get stuff like stars and the moon and all that kind of stuff, though. That gives some lights to the environment. Got installed. I guess. <laughs> but in but in this game, when it is nighttime, it is pitch. You can, the only thing you can see is is from your torch or if there's a fire somewhere. Yeah. Apart from that, it's absolutely black. You cannot see where you're going or anything. Yeah. Uh, and the first time it does nighttime, you're on a mission where you're quite away off the safe house, and then like the mission is, you've got to get back, and there's these like super zombies at night. So during the day, there's kind of normal zombies that just you know shuffle around and stuff. At nighttime, you get these super zombies that actually chase you up onto rooftops and stuff, so they can get where you go, and they're like rock hard. Can the well. super, want... super zombies fly? They can't fly, but they but they can run very fast. So the first time, I must admit, I did feel like shitting myself because I was just running for it, hoping. And they also had this mechanic in at night time, and I think it works in the day, but they don't really tell you about it. When you're sprinting, if you press triangle, you can look behind yourself while you're sprinting, so you can see these things like coming towards you from behind. Um, and it's just cool. It's, it's really, really well done. And the, do you, again, do you prefer the it when they come from behind, or do you like it when I they do. come in front? I do prefer it when they come from behind. I, I heard do. that. But this game, again, blurs the lines between RPG uh, sandbox and sort of action-adventure game, because this really does feel like an RPG, really. Yeah. I, I was trying to think what the difference is between this, this and, say, Fallout. And it was hard to kind of come up with a difference, really. Mm. Because you've got lots there's of side vats. missions. Yeah, there's no VATS, but it it does feel like an RPG. Even the sort of levelling up system is so much like an RPG. Yeah. Um, but we better voice acting than Skyrim and Fallout. Careful. It's, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm it's, just true. It's, not, it's true. It's not hard. Yeah. It isn't. I mean, story-wise, again, it's nothing incredible. You're basically some dude who's been dropped into the infected zone to get some secret information or whatever, you know, and stop some bad guy. Um, but I think what they built is a really an excellent environment. And just the kind of... I mean, combat-wise, I've not really fought with much. I haven't fought very many zombies. I've kind of just kept out of the way, really, scavenging for stuff. It's a very pretty too. game. It's lovely. It looks fantastic. It does look fantastic, and the way they've got the lighting and everything, it looks great. Uh, draw distance is amazing. You know, you can just see for miles. When you're at the top of the building at the beginning, when you're doing the tutorial, it looks great. Um, it's just good, and you can set traps, and there's you know stuff going on all the time. And you why can... do you think this game didn't demo well? Because every time we saw it at EGX, we didn't like it. So why do you think 
it didn't demo well, and then why, why do you think it's good now? I think it's good now because I think when we played at EGX, we were playing like a very small snapshot. And when you get the scope of the game, I mean, when you actually get the full game and you're playing it, the scope is huge. I mean, it's it's just massive. The city is massive. And once you get used to the controls, and I think that makes a big difference. I mean, at, at EGX and places where we played it rezzed, we had such a small amount of time to play it, we didn't really have time to get used to how it controlled or, or the best way of playing it. Mm. And I think once you, you're sort of playing it properly, you start to really get used to the movement. Maybe it's a and game that works best in like larger doses rather than small. Yeah. And it's, I mean, there's not, again, there's not much in the way of loading screens. Um, it goes straight from sort of cutscenes to gameplay. You know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It 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 just works really, really well. And it looks great. I mean it does look of it. It looks next gen. You know, it does or current gen, I guess you call it now. Uh but it feels great to play and it it's just um a really nice game to play and I and I can see I'm gonna play a whole lot more uh, more of it. I'm just loving the, the environment and the atmosphere of the game. Um and I think at night time as well, I was just gonna say I missed that, but at night time when you do go out, it turns into like a stealth mode. Yeah, but you get you get double XP for everything. So all the time you're out at night, you get more XP points because obviously it's way more difficult. Yeah. So you sort of and uh, all of the super zombies have like little radars around them. So on the on your little mini map, so you so you have to avoid going into the range so they don't sort of come and get you. So you so at night time you're kind of avoiding normal zombies because they're still around. But also sneaking as well and avoiding the, uh, avoiding the super zombies. There was a bit that bugged me a little bit because I'm in the middle of a mission where I have to reconnect all this electricity and stuff for the for the traps and things. But there's like two little minor missions where you have to do substations and then you have to do the main station and turn all that on. Uh, but I got there during the day and it's like, oh, you can only turn this on at night. So I'm stood next to this switch to turn it on, but apparently you can only turn it on if it's night time. So I was like, yeah, that, that doesn't make, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Why do I have to wait till? Because I've got to wait until it's rock hard and there's loads of super zombies hiding around this substation. Super and the, zombies, yeah, and the electric, super super electric, zombies with super. There were just millions of them, uh, and there's airdrops all the time, so they're kind of cool. So like a plane will come over and what drop dro- some drops? supplies. Airdrops, airdrops, yeah, right, people dropping hair. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and you have to go and collect them, and, and inevitably they get dropped where there's loads of zombies around. Mm. So again, it makes it a little bit more difficult to get to them. And there's like Molotovs, and there's throwing stars, and there's firecrackers, and you can craft everything. So you get, so you get. Um, yeah, so there's there's kinds of like you. Get, you can get blueprints, so you find them in different locations, and when you get different blueprints, you can then craft different weapons or items and all that kind of stuff. I haven't managed to find a piece. I need one more roll of plastic to do, like, an electrified knife. So I'm waiting to find one of those, so I'm, like, hunting all over the bloody place to get one of those. Yeah. Um, then I can get that done. But it's great. It's really, really good. There's, like, shops, and you can keep buying stuff. But I, I, can, I, I am actually with Seth on this. I think it is really, really good. And there's, like, safe houses you can lock around the city so that if you do get caught out at night, you can go there and sleep through the night. Chester Zulu in the chat says he's tired, of zom- he's tired of zombies. Are you tired of zombies, Stu? I kind of was, but I think this game, because it's it's just the fun of running around, it's got sort of the parkour as good as kind of Mirror's Edge. Hardcore, do you know parkour. what I mean? 
and you unlock new abilities in your parkour, so you can do like side dodges and slides and all that kind of stuff. So all the time you're playing the game, your character's evolving all the time, and I think that's what's kind of cool about it. So yeah, definitely recommend it. Give it a whirl. Anyway, it's definitely worth it. I was uh, I was pleasantly impressed. So are you done with Pillars of Eternity already? No, 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 no. I'm still I've not got onto that this week. I've had a, a kind of a busy week, so I haven't had a chance to play that yet. Uh, but no, I'm liking Pillars of Eternity. I have played a little bit more of that, but I'm not going to talk about it till I've played enough more to oh, talk okay. about it, if you know what I mean. I know what you um, So, over to you, Duke. Yes. What, what have you been I've been playing to? a lot of things. Um, I was... Okay, so... Whew, what a crazy week it's been. Sunday, I was sick because... Well, Saturday was the Writers Institute, and that was awesome. And then we recorded last Sunday, and I was that was the first day I was sick, and I was sick for the rest of the week. So I played a lot of games, but I didn't enjoy them because I was sick. But I enjoyed some of them. Um, and I've been grading papers for the second half of this week, so you have to let me refresh my memory. Sorry, right. I had to mute myself because I had a little cough there. Um, I've been playing some more Battlefield 4 and Battlefield Hardline. I think I've decided uh-huh. that Hardline's a better game for me, not in general, but for me, because, first of all, Battlefield 4 has tanks and really hard helicopters. You can affect the helicopters and the... the even Okay, so Battlefield Hardline doesn't have tanks, but it does have like armored police trucks, which aren't tank-like, but they are very hard to defeat if you're on foot. And you can't carry with you like a stinger rocket for the choppers or, you know, a, a missile for the land vehicles. Um, but it, it's OK because you can shoot at them and have an impact with your M16 or whatever it is. So I like that. I like the fact that I'm not, you know, if you're on foot in Battlefield 4 and you see a tank, if it sees you, you're done. There's nothing you can really do about it unless you have landmines with you or whatever. You know what I mean? So whatever i think i like that about battlefield hardline it's more friendly to the foot soldier sweet so there's that uh, i've been playing Con- i'm, I'm sorry just sorry i was just gonna say i'm I, I am sort of looking forward to dipping into battlefield i haven't played battlefield for a long time so i think hardline might be a good little stepping stone for me yeah it's good. I mean, I really like it. And it's and the other thing is, Battlefield 4 is really dark in places. Like, you go into some buildings, you can't see piss unless you have a flashlight on your weapon. So, that's what a woman said, by the way. I can't see piss when I was went to see Bill Clinton in 1991 when he was running for president the first time. And this woman near me was like, we were at this big outdoor arena place and she's like, you know, huge crowds, it's hard to see anything. And she's like, I can't see piss. I can't see piss. And I was like, yes, that's an awesome phrase, lady. I'm stealing it. It is a good phrase. Yeah. yeah. It is a good phrase. Awesome. Yep. So uh, I've also been playing Shadow of Mordor. In fact, I got something on Shadow of Mordor that I've never got ever before. I got 100% completion on Shadow of Mordor. Ooh, well ah. done. I must say, I thought, as I put on Facebook and Twitter, I thought there would be more fanfare like, you get an achievement every time you do 100% of the types of missions along the way. So there are the slave missions where you release the you know slaves and stuff. And I love those because anything fighting slavery, I'm in it. But so when you do all the slave missions, then you get a little achievement that's like 100% of the slave. Or you're, it's called the liberator or whatever it is, right? But yep. when, you, when you do the last thing for 100%, you just get the achievement for the thing you were doing. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't say, like, you made 100% awesome. 
I wanted it to come up with like a screen that was like, yay, you're awesome. But it didn't. Oh, we find words and stuff. <laughs> Imagine if it, like the main character had like little party poppers at a party. Yeah, like, yay. Yeah. Be, that would be cool. Uh, speaking of the main character, though, I didn't realize until I, I was totally done with the main story that you can change your skin as the main character. And you can play as yeah. that cool woman. And I was like, yes. So I started playing with her. She's awesome. And yeah, so I like that. Um, so I mean, I mean, let me ask you this: When was the last time you got, sort of completed a big game like that? hundred percent, never. Yeah, well, no, but just completed a big game. Because how many hours did it take you to get to the end? Uh, I think I counted forty. Yeah, because normally you're playing stuff recently that never ends. Yeah, you know, most of the stuff you play never ends. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This podcast game I finished. I know. Yeah, never ends. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it does. It does. That's what I was thinking. You know, it's a while well, since you played. The Swapper is the last one I can think of, but I'm sure there's been something since then. I guess yeah, The Last of Us, maybe. Ah, oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. You enjoyed that so much. Yeah. And you loved it. But I love Shadow of Mordor. That's the thing. Is that, like, that, I would not have finished this 100% if I didn't really enjoy the gameplay. It's so fluid. You feel like such a badass by the end of it. Like You do, but didn't you get sick of it? No, I never got. I, See, I felt like it it, it. it sort of did all its tricks at the start, and then had a few more halfway, and then no. I just got very bored. Because when I got my problem with Shadow of Mordor was when I got powerful, everybody else got scared. Oh yeah. Well, that's great though, because then the war chiefs start coming in, and you know the the guys you can't jump over would show up with the shields and stuff, and. I just feel like you, you start to see behind the curtains a little bit too much. Like you understand, it's like, all oh, right, these are just randomly generated. They're not made for me or anything. You can see, you can start to see how they make the game. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Well, come on, Chinny. This is a guy who's played about a thousand hours of Skyrim <laughs> yeah, exactly. and still finds something to do. I'm not the type of person who gets b- annoyed with repetitive gameplay. No, no he is not. He is not. <laughs> So I mean, whatever. Uh, the two things that that did bug me, Shadow Mordor, are riding on cargors. I just didn't. I never liked that. Eh, eh. I didn't do it very often. Yeah, I didn't. But it was it was, it was it was a good way to travel very quickly, though. What's that? It was a good way to travel from one place to the other very quickly. I guess I just uh, once I got the Shadow Strike ability, that's how I traveled quickly. <laughs> yeah, like that's true. Zoom in on a person, kill them, and then zoom to the other Zoink. person, kill them. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was the missions where you have to not get spotted. Ugh, I hated those because I always yeah, get yeah. spotted. Uh. I mean, I'll get spotted and then not take damage. I don't mind that, but the ones where it's like you got spotted, I'm like, no. Is it like insta death start again? It is start over again. And and the crazy yeah, thing was that. there was one where. I, you had it's like three parts to the mission, and each part involves killing like twenty people. So I do the first part, and I do the second part, and I'd be like, "Yes, I'm almost done." And then I got like seventy five percent done with the last group, and then I got spotted. I was like, "No, I gotta start all over again." Ah! You see, I hate that because at least if you got like a save point after the first part, right. you know what I mean. At least it's not as bad. Yeah, but yeah. And the other thing is, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah. What is, I, I think the best is, way to do that sort of thing is, like, if it's a bonus, then you don't get spotted. OK, 
because I, tr- I generally tried the bonus things in the missions in Shadow of Mordor, even though I usually don't do that. Usually I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But this time I was like, you know what? I can do that, you know? Take three people down by flinging them over the ledge. Yeah, I can do that. And I did, and I'd be like, yes, I'm a badass. So, like I've said before, I think that the mechanics of this game were just beautiful, and, you know, oh, overall, I mean, the story still isn't anything right home about, but it's really cool to go through all that. And, you know, I didn't even mind the fact that the last mission was like 10 different parts to it, and you got to, you know, do this and do that and go over here and deal with this. And Yeah, the last mission is... What did you think of the last mission, actually, out of curiosity? I actually was all right with it. I mean, it... You it, fucking it was, crazy. It was like, okay, can we finish this, please? <laughs> uh, but... Do you really you really like the last mission? I thought it was all right. Why? What am I missing? Am I forgetting about something? <laughs> <sighs> what? It's just <laughs> I don't know. It's I the thing know. where I there's multiple of them, and you have to fucking try and stealth kill one. That was it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it was stupid, but I was like, whatever. I was ready for the game to be over, so I was like, I can do this. This is easy enough. Yeah. You're right that it wasn't very challenging. I agree with that, but that was okay with me. There you go. You see, Duke's not bothered. He likes shit like that. Whatever. There's also one where you had to drag that lady around, and that's not cool. I was just first of all, it's a damsel in distress moment, which is so annoying because she's obviously a really cool badass, and they still put her in this place where it's like you're gonna die now. First of all, the voice acting on the Urix was so over the top. You're going to die. Chinny, tell me how annoying this is. When you meet up with that one dude, and again, you realize they're just reusing the same types of characters, so they just give them different names. The one guy who, when you meet him, first of all, the games, for those who haven't played it, whenever you meet a a particular chieftain or, you know, boss type, sub-boss, it'll stop the fighting, and you zoom in, and he'll start talking to you. You like to come back from the grave? I'll keep putting you in it over and over. Anyway, the one that drove me nuts was the guy who, when you met him, he said, <laughs> Well, the Joker. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is that? Yeah, what's he did? It, the, there's this one type of enemy who, if every time you meet him, like, he had an asthma attack. I do it for free. Um, the, the, I, I, just, I always got the, the like, oh, it's smooth skin. Yeah. You're back for some more, yeah. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Exactly. Got stuff to do. And there was one dude that just drove me nuts because he had like these poison arrows, which I was immune to poison, so that was good. I had I got a thing very early in the game that made me immune to poison, which was very nice. But he he was also like he couldn't be hurt by ranged, he couldn't be jumped over, he couldn't be I don't know. And he had a crossbow. So like you couldn't keep your distance. You couldn't run up on him. It was really I don't remember how I ended up killing him. But the crazy yeah. thing was, I did a search online like how do you kill this dude? And it I mean, you you're not going to get any help like that because the attributes no. are randomized. So I realized like well, that's not going to help. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it, not. I don't know. I it just uh I just felt like it it, it just it was doing the same old trick again. It was a very good trick, you yeah. know, the the the, the war chiefs yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. It was very cool, right? But it's, I, it's, I just felt like I had enough. It's just of it. sort of same thing over and over again. That's yeah. true. I'm not yeah. going to disagree. And I, I did, I did like. I mean, sometimes it did happen. I recorded this as well when it happened to me. But I saw, I I, I literally saw a uh, war chief spawn in, or like a chief spawn in, or whatever. Oh, yeah. 
plop like that. <laughs> and he and he the little the little cutscene came out and it just went um you know, like, oh, back for some more, are you, the groundwalker? Uh, and I just stabbed him straight away because he was a move to finish. In, in, sorry, like he was weak <laughs> to finish us. Yeah. It's like, you're going to die. And he's <laughs> dead. Like, just whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. awesome. Didn't work. It's actually like that in Skyrim. When someone starts talking smack right as you're cutting their head off, so it's like they're talking while their head is coming off their shoulders. It's like, they're going to put you in your grave. No, your head is flying away from your body right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I need to play this game. You know, I've still not it got around. Good. I've played. No, I, 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 I stand down on it, but I think it is very good. It, it is a Why really are you so down good. on it? You know? yeah. Why I played so this down? last year, it would have been my game of the year. You GTA 5 fanboy, you. Tell you, that's all you care I mean, about. It's just that. Well, every game I play, I think, is it better than GTA? No. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean, you fanboy. You know I mean? Oh, wait, this did come out last year. If I had played it. Yeah, last it did come out last year. It did come out last yeah. year. Yeah. Well, it's my game of the year 2014. Anyway, moving on. Um, Galaxy on Fire. Because. Galaxy on Fire! Fire! Space game. This is my favorite space game, so I played some more of it, and it's really fun. <laughs> and I've gotten better and better ships. And I think I've got the best ship in the game now. So it's like, woo from here. Uh, I've never finished a story mission on this, so I got to do that one of these days. It's actually all right. The story mission's okay. I but I guess the one where you got to go in where the weird purple aliens are, and like you got to yeah. keep trying to find the wormhole, and it'll move, That's right. it'll ch- close, and the new one will open up. And it's just like, I, and it takes, you can't speed up getting to the wormhole. You know what I mean? No, there's like a boost thing, but it doesn't boost you very far or well, fast. The boost doesn't does do much by itself, and you can't hit yeah. fast forward because there's enemies around. So it was just yeah. like sitting there waiting to get to the wormhole, and then right as you get almost right up to it, it closes, and the other one opens up. You have to turn and go to the other one, and it's like, ah! So anyway, I got past that now, so I'm moving on to other missions, and yeah, it's good. I really like it. I mean, I've. It's a, it's a good game, you know, for, the, for what it is. It's fun, and it works. Yeah. And. To be honest with you, Ryan, I hate to say this, as beautiful as Elite Dangerous is, and it is a beautiful game, yeah. there's more to do in Galaxy on Fire than there is in Elite Dangerous somehow. That's, that's saying a lot, dude. But there is. I mean, don't get me wrong, the environment and the galaxy they've built in Elite Dangerous and the ships and just everything about it graphically, it looks amazing. Yeah. But there's not enough sort of single player type mission content. Yeah, that's, do you know what I mean? The the kind of in Galaxy on Fire. Found it yet? I don't know. I don't think there is. I think it's kind of like be a small. You've got to make your own story, and that's fine. Yeah. Because because some people like that sort of just make your own story thing. Right. Um. But sometimes it's nice to have a game that does have that bit of. Oh, yeah. I like having a quest marker to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Do this, do Silly that. that send it over. Like, I really do like having a quest marker. Yeah, I'm with you. Shulecki was, like... was saying earlier, and uh, he's just said it again. He, he's just he's just not getting into elite. What do you think it is about elite that I people think it, aren't? I, I think the problem with elite is it's it's kind of a bit overawing. The first time you start to play the game, there is that much. To, even just like docking in a space station, you know, even just finding the entrance to it takes you a while on the first one you do. And you're like, how the hell do I get into this space station? Then you've got to work out, you know, there's all the, I mean, for people who like really deep sort of trading games, then they're fine because there's all these trade routes on your map where you can buy stuff from, where's the best place to sell it at. But it's it's kind of just 
aimless to an extent. I mean, it is cool. Every time you jump into hyperspace, it is cool. Yeah. Right. There's no doubt. And if you get into a dogfight, which you do occasionally, that's kind of cool as well. You know, some, exactly. Someone will pull you out of um, sort of hyperspace, and then you'll have to have a dogfight with them, and you might get a bounty for them because they've done something bad or whatever. Uh, and that is cool to see and do. But I think some of the problem with with sort of elite is just the vastness of it. It's just huge. Like everything's just massive. You know, like to get from one star. To another, you have to work out maybe three hyper jumps. You know what I mean to get there. Yeah, because it's so far away. And it, I don't know. I mean, they've, I need to sort of get back into it because they've they've added stuff in since I last played it. So they've added proper co-op in it now. Uh-huh. So that make it might make it a bit more fun. And when you it's called wings, and when you're with in co-op, if you're going to hyperspace, the the people in your squadron will go with you and all that kind of stuff. If you get dropped out, then they'll drop out as well. So you kind of just stay together with each other. So that that does make a difference. Let's stay together. Uh, where the I don't know. are good or bad, where the I need I need to play it again. I feel like I need to get back yeah, into that. Yeah, play it again. again. You were so excited for yeah. it. You need. I know. I know. And I do love it. it properly. But I does. I, you know, I do guess it comes back down to that sort of style over substance because uh, however aesthetically pre- uh, pleasing oh that God, elite dangerous is arguing for style over su- or substance over style that's weird i know i know it it doesn't feel like you say it's got enough direction to make you want to keep coming back and playing it more i mean don't get me wrong some people love it and they play hours and hours and hours you know i.e dan off the gamesman you know he'll yeah. play that forever you know what i mean there were no issues at all you know going around the galaxy doing whatever it is he's doing but i think there's got to be that balance between sort of direction and freeform stuff you know like you know giving you something to do and also letting you do your own thing as well do you know what i mean gotcha yeah gotcha yeah yeah and that's the issue i think yes all right so the other game i have two other games to talk about one of them is one uh, both of them i had never played before actually that's not true i played a little bit of the last one but league of legends actually kind of got its hooks into me because um mighty ice dude was talking to me on steam and he was like hey dude look if you ever play league of legends let me know and i thought to myself i've been meaning to give this a try for a while so i will give it a whirl i'll see what the you know i've played a lot of dota but I've never tried League of Legends, so I gave it a whirl. I've heard that this is less complicated than Dota. It is less complicated than Dota. Um, they're they're basically the same game. I mean, they even have the same map, except that the League map is smaller. Um, but it's the same exact structure. And, yeah, it's basically a simplified version of Dota. So uh, I like it. Um, you know, I actually ended up playing a character that's almost identical. In Dota, I almost always play the Drow Ranger. She is my character. I just love playing her. I feel like I know her well. I know what to buy for her. I know how to run away with her. I know how to immobilize enemies. Sounds like she's your wife. She's you know, I know what to buy with her. Awesome. I, I, know, I know her well. I yeah. can run away with her. So the point is, there's a character <laughs> League of Legends named Ash that's a lot like the Drow Ranger. So I went right for her, and she's a great you know hero or champion they're called and uh yeah it's interesting because the games are over faster i think in league of legends and it seems like people okay so one of the things you do in these games is you can fight minions you can try to destroy towers or you can go after killing other heroes right 
And most of the stuff in Dota is very patient, you know, fighting minions, eventually trying to go after towers, like slowly building to the big exciting moments. But in League, it feels like everybody's chasing ganks all the time. Like they all want to go for hero kills. As soon as the game begins, they go racing at each other. And if you can catch someone by themselves and you have three of your friends with you, you'll probably take the hero out. And that's a great feeling. But it feels like that's not what the game's supposed to be about. So I'm sitting there farming, just killing minions, and everyone else is like, come on, go get them! No, 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 no. So it's just, it's kind of a weird dynamic because that's not the way I play. So. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, I look at these games and I just feel like, it just looks so complex. Yeah, I understand that feeling. That's how I felt when I first played Dota, but I, I think if you're curious at all, if anybody's curious, try League first because it's a lot more user-friendly. Um, people, even if you don't know people, they're more likely to be, you know, willing to show you some of the ropes. And there are. So what you're saying, Duke, is if you're an idiot, play League. Is that no, if you want a if you're an idiot. If you want a simpler experience, try League because it is a simpler experience, and that's a nice thing. Sometimes it's good to just have something that's more stripped down, you know what I mean? Like, Galaxy on Fire is more stripped down than, you know, X3, for instance. And X3 is a good game, but it's it's a different kind of game. So it depends on what you want. Yeah, I get that's Yeah, the same between, say, Galaxy on Fire and Elite Dangerous. Right. You know, the one's kind of a proper simulation, right. you know, takes a lot of getting your head around. The other one's just a bit of a fun sort of, you know, have a bit of a laugh yeah. flying around the universe and killing shit. Yeah. Um, and, and Mighty Ice Dude and PC Sharky really hooked me up, so thank you to them for playing with me. And other people who play League of Legends, holler at me, Duke Scaff. Um, I actually signed up for the U.S. server, and then I realized you can't play with people on other servers. So I made a new account on the EU server, and uh, yeah, I had to start all over, but I didn't have many games under my belt anyway. So now I'm playing only on the EU server, and my ping's higher, but I don't really think it's mattering. So if people want to play... Find me on the E. So how how would you rate yourself in League of Legends? Do you think by playing Dota you found this really easy to pick up and are you doing Not really well? Necessarily. I mean, the the game is still the game either way. Like it's it's more about how you play than your skill level. And, and I would say that my gameplay style is very reckless. So I don't, you know, I tell people all the time, don't go chasing gangs because you're probably going to get caught unaware and then you'll die and don't take silly risks. But then when I start playing, I do those things all the time. So I talk a better game than I walk. But that said, I did have a, a game recently where I went 17 and one, which is unheard of. Like I've never I think I maybe did something like that once in Dota, but it's very rare. So I had a really good game. And it was funny because just before that, I played a game, I think, with PC Sharky. And I was like, this game sucks. I'm just bad at it. It's so frustrating. When the enemy gets overpowered, then you're, there's nothing you can do. Now, that leads me to another point I will make about League of Legends. There is an option when you get, I think, to like the 20-minute mark where you can say you can call a vote to surrender. And if your team, you know, three out of the five people on your team votes to surrender, the game just ends. And I really like that because in Dota, there's no option for that. And if you know you're going to lose, you just have to wait and let you let the other team win. And it can take a while. And Yeah, yeah. So you can just sort of quit almost, but in a sort of amicable, we surrender, you beat yeah, us. That's it's, a, it. it's, a, it's a sensible yeah. way. Now, I'll also say this, which is actually an argument in the other direction. Once, more than once on Dota, I have been in a game where I I was certain we were going to lose. If there had been an option to surrender, I would have taken it and I would have badgered the people on my team to surrender. But then we came back and won it. So 
in a way, I suppose it's you know kind of a good thing that you can't do that in Dota, but I kind of feel like maybe that's more likely in Dota because once you get certain weapons or once you you know achieve a certain level with your character, maybe you can turn a tide in a way that it might not be possible in League. But it's also possible that I don't understand League well enough yet to know how to turn that tide. So. Right, okay. Mm, that's cool. So yeah, I'm liking it. I will probably be playing more League of Legends. And as I say, if anybody wants to play with me, I think I'm... Du- hey, if anyone wants to play with you, I think, oh, yeah. on, I think I'm on the EU server as Dukescath EU or something like that. I think I had to try a new username or whatever it is. So, Anyway, if you do a search for Dukescath, you can find me. Um, Yeah. And then there's the vanishing of my Monday morning. Look, right, you better have some good justifications for why you don't Uh-oh. like it. That's Uh-oh. all I'm saying. Uh-oh. That's all I'm saying, all right? Come on, man. Spit it out. Shots fired! Sorry, I was trying to find where I put... I put these new sound clips on the, on the soundboard, but I couldn't find where it was. All right, so first of all, this game was written by Tom Bissell. Yes, your favorite person. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know what he was thinking... <laughs> Why? Whoa, the story's on, not whoa. great. Let's be honest. Now, and don't forget, it, Tom Bissell is a friend of the show. He is a friend. It's of the show. not terrible. Bissell. It now, hang on a second. Terrible. Are we giving spoilers or not? Uh, no, I would have said no, really, because if you give spoilers, there are a few people that still won't have got around to playing this, and it's coming out on PS4 at some point. Uh, all right. Well, at some point, I'd like to talk about it with spoilers, but oh yeah, will... yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah, but when are we going to do it if not now? Well, we can't do it now because we're in the middle of a normal show. We'll we'll sort out a time. Me and you will meet up and we'll do it. Or you and That's I. That's what we said about properly. some other game. We never. No, I'm That's happy. We said to about do that. brothers, and we never talked about that. Right, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I promise. Or so what will happen? Or you'll give me a right ten dollars. No, we'll do it. Right, get, look, I'm on holiday all of this week coming, and I'm not. So, in fact, well, I don't I'm know. School after an insane week of not getting all my papers graded. Look, I'm just saying, just give me a time and we'll meet up for half an hour, an hour talk. And we'll talk. We'll chat. We'll chat. Anyway, most of what I have to say can be said without spoilers. So here it is. The story is not anything amazing. I mean, it's okay. The dialogue is decent, I suppose. But the story itself is just like, okay. And I found the ending really confusing. I wasn't entirely sure. So I went on the Wikipedia article to see what it said about the plot, and it doesn't have anything about the final scene. So I was like, I just don't know what's going on in the end. You don't? Which? You see, I thought it was really clear. I know, but I thought it was really clear. Okay, great. Maybe I'm idiot. Yeah. You bloody idiot. (laughs) But that's not the part that annoys me. Here's the part that annoys me. Look. The, the screen is showing, the, the, the live feed is showing the opening part of the game. And, okay, let me make it clear, because I have to remind everyone that I'm a fair person. The game is gorgeous. The visuals are amazing. There's no doubt about it. And it ran fine when I was playing it this time around, so I had no problems with any of that mechanical stuff. Um, the, the movement is good. Everything's fine. But the puzzles, some of them are decent, and some of them are not. So yeah, there is there was one in particular that I really didn't like, which is one that's underground. Yeah, that one it was annoying. I actually didn't hate that yeah. one as much as everyone else seems to have hated it. So that's weird. But yeah. the one that we're looking at right now with the train car, generally speaking, it was fine. But there was one part where you're supposed to get the crankshaft 
where you inspect. It says inspect, and you got to find the crankshaft. And then where do you look to get the crankshaft? Well, Chinny, I don't know if it's in this video, but later on you'll realize that you need to look for the crankshaft on this cliffside. And what's on the cliffside? Well, it's like in The Simpsons when Lisa wanted to go help clean baby seals after the oil spill. And the, she gets there, and the guy goes, I'm sorry, all the animals have been reserved for celebrities. And she's like, well, is there nothing left to clean? And he says this. Well, there are rocks, thousands and thousands of rocks. No. Where is the crankshaft? Oh, wait, there's this other thing I need to find first. There's a pile of rocks, and something's missing from this. No, bull. Right, okay. No, let me finish. I can tell instinctually because the main character, let's not forget. I'm getting into this now. Uh, sorry, Duchess, if I'm being too loud. That's the way it is. So the, the main character, first of all, is this guy who we've seen in every game lately. It's Joel from The Last of Us. It's Nathan Drake, basically. It's the, the tortured guy who's, like, in a tough spot because when the priests don't believe you and the cops don't believe you, I'll believe you. So he wrote, this kid wrote a letter to me, and he needed my help. So I came to find him. But this place has a lot of secrets, and i got to figure out what this community is trying to hide from me. And I'll look on. He sounds free. really interesting. I, I like him. He yeah. does sound very interesting. He's a very interesting character because there's a lot going on beneath the surface. He's had a dark and disturbing past. I've seen a lot of stuff. So there's this pile of rocks, and it's like, something's missing from this pile of rocks. It's a rock. <laughs> you got to find the rock. Where is the rock bound to be located? Well, there are rocks. Thousands and thousands of rocks. Oh, that, yeah, rocks. sorry. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then where's the crankshaft? Well, it's under the rock. Well, Which rock? Rocks. Thousands and thousands of rocks. No. So you can just look under every rock. It's no, too big, can't. and it no, takes too no, long no. to find stuff. Yes, it does. <laughs> it doesn't. No, because, right, if you look, when it when it showed the bit with the crank, and then it opens up to show you where it is, it shows you the perspective of your whole surroundings and what with the viewpoint of the crankshaft. So I found it in about five seconds. That wasn't my issue yes, with this bit. Yes, you're right. It shows you the perspective. And what is the crankshaft surrounded by? Here's what it's surrounded by. Well, there are yeah, rocks. Well, Thousands and thousands of rocks. There are, though. <laughs> yes, it's a very are. small area of beach. There's only a bit of that beach you can look at. It's not huge. It's small. There's a very small area. Because once I realized, oh, wait, it's on the beach, I was, like, still looking up and down the beach. Like, which rock near the water is it? Because there are thousands <laughs> so my, of rocks near the water. <laughs> I, had a, I had a different issue with this part because it was like my issue with this part was, well, where the hell am I supposed to park the train? So I moved that train yes, must that have been Thank- 10 times before I got it in the right spot yes. to trigger what needed to happen. I was like, oh, that's where you put the train. Right. <laughs> but I must admit, I left this puzzle because it was pissing me off so much. Yes. So I don't disagree with pissing anything you're saying. Off. And then I went on and solved the next one, which I thought was way more interesting. Well, yeah, with the six man. No, well, not even that. The one with the house. Uh, I, I really like the house one. You have got to be kidding me. I'm no, on, dude, I found dude, that really, really cool. I'm just going to... I've, I've, people say I'm pretty good at judging things. <laughs> do, do you not Do you not like this section? I hated this section. I wrote, I st- this is when I started taking notes, Stu. And I wrote, the blue plasma doors puzzle sucks. What they should have done is put us into that house that we're recreating before we're allowed into I, the house I, where I we have to do I the puzzle. It, but it was really funny I didn't even realize I there was another house you could look no. at for help. 
I didn't to begin with, but then I thought there must be a reason for this. There must be a reason. So I, I kind of came out. They have to think to themselves, well, there must be a reason why I'm going no, through I this think, stupid random switching rooms no. thing. Well, I think part of this game is the, is the exploration, and you find solutions by exploring, and that's what I did. And I guess I just don't mind exploring. <laughs> well, I guess you don't. I mean, again... Dear Esther is all about exploring, and the story there doesn't make a lick of sense. So you like that. You like Proteus. I feel like this game was a fusion of Dear Esther and Proteus with a little bit more story. People are comparing it to Gone Home, but I don't think that's fair because Gone Home made it very clear where you were headed, and the story and the characters were very clearly delineated in Gone Home as well. In this game, it's like, something clearly happened here. And then there's ghosts going, where's Dad? And then there's like a dead body, and it's like, well, that's what happened. What? The thing needs to sleep. The sleeper <laughs> the, needs to sleep. I'm getting close to spoilers. I'm trying not to. There are there are parts of this game where you're wondering what the hell is going yeah, on. Yeah, like but... all of it. Because when you're doing the blue plasma door thing, you go into yeah. the doorway and it's like, which room is this supposed to be? And you can click between like three options. And by the time you choose, it ends up being like homonym on 30 Rock. I happen to have that queued up here. That's word. Sent. I don't care. Okay, sent like a penny, whatever. No. Sorry. No. Oh, it's a homonym double down. Did you get to guess again? Scent. Okay, um, then scent like a smell or an odor. No, it's the third one. F- yourself. Next. <laughs> but the thing is, right, for me, and obviously this didn't happen for you, but for me, when I got to the final end scene, it all kind of came together for me. Well, maybe I, I what I think probably happened, I didn't, I, I'm like, I'm not sure that what I think is going on is actually what's going on. So maybe at the end of the show, when we stop broadcasting and recording, we could talk about it. Or something. Yeah, we can maybe have a quick chat about anyway, it. Anyway, you go into space for no reason. Shh, that's one of the best bits, man. That's spoiler right there. You're right, it is. You can edit that. Because you're not really expecting any Sorry. of that shit to happen, and it is cool as anything. But again, oh, that... Man, you've sold the game that I wanted to play. But those, those parts of the game, to me, explain the ending. Kind because of, okay whatever i guess but if that makes any well, i know what you mean and that's fine but uh, the other thing is well first of all let me say because people are like i can hear someone saying wait a minute duke you like mist and that's a lot of walking around and solving obscure puzzles but you know what mist had it had uh no gravelly voices it had no paths that lead nowhere which there are several of those in this game you just wander along the path and there's nothing here i better turn around and go back the other way uh it had zoom travel which was very nice because at one point i realized oh wait i didn't finish something back there i need to go do it and i had to run across the whole island (laughs) sorry that's not how he breathes that's how he breathes uh and it but by the way can i just say what can i just say the added in the fast travel after i'd finished it so when i finished there's fast travel in this game yeah there's fast travel anybody tell me how if you if you get you know when you get to the very final bit never mind that i'm talking about in the no, no, not in the normal game there isn't. But if there's, if you've missed, yeah, if you've missed the puzzle, sense. right, right, right. If you miss a puzzle at the end, then obviously you don't get the end scene without completing everything that so you asked to do. Instead of having to run around, you could just click and instead of, because I, my first, you know, the very first puzzle that you come to just straight after the bridge. You could, oh wait, after the bridge. As soon as you come out of the bridge, the first puzzle's right there oh, in the first yeah. one. You mean uh, well, oh. I did. 
Yeah, I how? didn't. I didn't complete that at the beginning. How did you not complete right? that? It's the easiest thing in the whole game. That's the I know. Like, I know. What's wrong? But with you? at that, but at that point, I was still learning how to play, so I didn't realize what it was. Yeah, so it I wasn't guess. until I'd forgotten. By the time I got towards the end of it, I'd forgotten all about that. Right. And then obviously gets to the end of the game and he's like, you've not completed this puzzle. So I had to walk across the whole map yes. all the way to the start point to do it. And then walk all the way back. Yes. <laughs> and I was just that's like, annoying. oh, my God. Oh, this no, is that's shit. annoying. Um, yeah. Almost as annoying as the blue plasma door puzzle. Word is au pair. What? There is you see, I like that. Like, but I guess. Which I'm trying to play a sound clip here. Shush. A foreign. <laughs> you forgot. Also be an exclamation about a fruit. So, oh, oh, what you are doing here is not right. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it comes down to whether you you get it or not at that point, isn't it? If you don't get it, I can imagine why that would be for, so frustrating. Well, because it, well, it doesn't do very well. This game is point you in the right direction. You know what I'm sick of hearing about this. It doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't point you in the right direction. It should give some sort of indication. I'm not asking for it to hold my hand. This is it. This is the on the screen right now. Actually, I guess it's like a minute ago. But God, I hated it. So anyway, um, the other thing that drove me crazy was at one point, Chinny, you got to understand, okay? There's this entrance to a, a mine, okay? And yeah. it's locked. Can you pick the lock? No. Can you break the lock? No. Can you force your way in? No. Maybe there's another entrance somewhere. Okay. Well, let me look around. 20 minutes later. Okay, I have not found the entrance. I have no idea where to look. It's a huge open space. And let me see. What am I looking at around in this area? Well, there are rocks. Thousands. Of thousands. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking around. Okay, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm getting really irritated. This is after the blue plasma puzzle, puzzle, quote unquote. So I'll just look at a walkthrough. Okay, walkthrough. Now this is kind of a spoiler, so I'm sorry if anybody warning, hasn't played it. Warning! Warning! Uh, at least I gave the warning this time, right? Uh, you did. You did. You gave the warning. There's a entrance area, an alternative entrance to the mine. Okay, I know what I'm looking for now. Great. Let me look around. 20 minutes later, I can't find the goddamn entrance. Where the hell is it? And then I go on the I go to a different walkthrough and it's like go up to the right and then it's up the hill or whatever. And then I I did that and it's like it's near a rock. And I was like, "God damn it. It reminded me of when Milton Fudgecow called up about his rental car cuz there was a squirrel in it and they're like, "Where are you?" He's like, "I'm on the road." Which freeway? I'm on the one with all the cars. I just passed a big light pole. It's freeway. You are in it. I'm on the one with all the traffic right now. I know. All the freeways have traffic. All the freeways have traffic. Every goddamn hill. And it's like, go near the tree, and then it's next to the rock there. I'm like, God, doesn't help me at all. I have oh, like right. three different walkthroughs to find a picture that sort of helped me to figure oh. out where the goddamn entrance is. Just a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just a minute. When I played the game, right, there's the I just next walked right in. It was a piece of cake. But, no, no, but what I was gonna say is there is a there's one of the murders that you have to solve that leads you to the entrance of the mine. It leads you to the entrance of the mine. When you follow the, the path, it leads you there. I didn't do that. What are you talking about? Well, there's, Isn't there's that a, interesting, a, though, Duke? How we have different experiences. That is, it's true. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, no. like a puzzle sort of murder where you ha where you pick up an axe, 
And then once you've done that bit, you follow it outside and it like the ghost figures appear and they lead you to the entrance of the mine, which is like a drainage shaft. I, I didn't and, have that at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, that's weird. Um, but it, de- it definitely does that. I remember it happening. It's but again, to me. It, so maybe but again, it's messed up. It comes back to the game not really leading you in the right direction. Maybe it ought to be a little more linear in that regard. Because if it's possible for me to not be led right to that spot, all I'm going to get is 20 minutes, 40 minutes of frustration trying to figure out which freaking rock I'm supposed to look under. I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I never. The only issue I had was with the train puzzle at the very beginning. That was the only one that I really struggled with. And the stupid underground mine one. Right. I so, struggled look, a lot with that. At the end of the day, I feel like, you know, first of all, the walking simulator is not my genre. Obviously, Gone Home. <laughs> no, was it's a, not. Walk Home is a beautiful game, and that makes <laughs> me think I can't dismiss this genre altogether. It would be nice if I could just say, look, I'm never going to play any more of these because they're not for me. But I can't. Yeah, true. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's frustrating, though, because I feel like. Between all, among all the problems this game had, it didn't have enough to make me happy. And you know, I understand that other people like it, and more power to you. And like I said, I really wanted to like it. I thought I was going to like it when I first started, but it just—it's not for me. And I encourage people to be very careful and don't pay a lot for it, and make sure you have a walkthrough handy. Fraser, Fraser was very grateful that you didn't like it because he, it was, he was. you and him share sort of these the same opinion. What, what? On these sorts of things. And that reminds uh, me, I actually avenged him once in Shadow of Mordor. Because it has that thing where it's like, yeah. your person from your friends list died because of this guy. And I'm like, I'm going to go avenge him. Yeah. I think I think the only thing I would say is that I I do like these genre of games. You know, I do like these types of games. And I guess we're just different, you know. And, you know, everybody's gone to the rapture. For me, it's probably my most anticipated game this year. Well, because just someone... Someone's calling you out in the chat there. I don't, I don't want to insult this person. He's just followed us. Thank you very much for that. But, uh, well, Portal just gives you a gun and says, figure it out, and walks away from you. It's much more in scale by comparison, but it's pretty much just the same thing as Ethan Carter does. Just imagine if Portal maps were bigger, you'd think people would blow past the levels like they did. That's a very interesting point that that person, what, Thad? Is that what his name is? No, the, the delinquent. <laughs> the delinquent. Okay, fine. Delinquent. That's a, oh, I get it. I get it. It's good. It's right. Good. And let me, let me respond to that now. Uh-oh. The portal gun allows you to change the nature of reality. And you can <laughs> you have to think in a totally different way once you have that portal gun. But you have a tool. And when Valve was developing Portal, they talk about this in the commentary on both Portal and Portal 2. They realized people were not doing things right. So they changed the freaking game. They didn't just say, well, he never figured that out. So screw him. He'll go to three different walkthroughs. So yeah, yeah. Shot, shots uh, fired. we just lost a follower. The liquid has left. left the uh, <laughs> fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, look, Duke, I appreciate where you're coming from, you know, and I guess to an extent, you know, I didn't experience some of the, I experienced some of the issues you had, you know, and I totally agree with that, but I didn't experience all of those, and I didn't, they weren't big enough to annoy or frustrate me that much that it, it made me think any lesser of the game. Yeah, well, you know, here's the other thing I would say, if there was a great story involved in all of this, I might have been willing to you know, blow past it and be like, you know what, this is frustrating me, but I'm really curious to see where it's going. But it didn't do that for me. So, 
No, I mean, it, it could have been better written, I think. I think it had enough mystery and intrigue to keep me hooked. And I, I think some of the the way that they told the story, I thought was very clever, you know, with the little sort of piecing it all together and then replaying the scene that happened. Yeah, that's gave fine. You I don't have more. a problem with that. Once I had sort of figured out what I was doing there, I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. I'll be all right with that. Yeah. But but I agree. I think it could have been a little bit stronger. And I don't think, like you said, Tom Bissell, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. Tom Bissell is a great writer of sort of um, on subject matter. But is he a great fiction writer? I'm not really con- like completely sure he is. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. I, I, I don't think I've read enough of his fiction to say. Um, the book about his father, The Father of All Wars, about his going to Vietnam with his dad and about that war in general, that's an amazing book. And we've talked about his book about video games, Extra Live, yeah. which is also amazing. So, I, I, you know, I, I want to. I think Tom Bissell's a great writer, and I think that he might have a great video game in him. I still haven't played Gears of War Judgment, so I don't know, but I just felt really... Oh, I won't worry about it. Oh, oh, but the thing is, though, um, Gears of War Judgment is one of the free games on the Xbox 360. Oh, snap! i got to go get that. Yeah, yeah, there you I, I mean, I mean, interestingly, when when yeah. the on the on the uh, everybody's gone to the rapture video when they were talking about the game, they said the problem they had with that game was that there was a lot of trigger stuff going on where it the, it was coming too often, so they actually ended up having to make the area bigger so people could spend more time walking around <laughs> and exploring. Otherwise, it'd be like all one I need to hear to know that I'm never playing that game. I know, yeah. I'm so sorry. they made it bigger. Wait, I assume that's a joke. Starve for help in Oh, is it? Okay, fine. Just yeah, don't sure. rise. Don't rise, dude. Yeah. Jason Gullaher rise in the chat. Dude, have you ever tried KB Rain? Yeah. Yeah, they love that. And if anybody hasn't heard that part, I think it's episode nine, perhaps. One of the episode earliest nine, yeah. Episodes, yeah, it is. Uh, features me yelling at the top of my lungs about 39 reasons why I hated that game. So that was. If funny. you want to hear me get worked up, go and check that out. But yeah, I guess I guess we've got to accept you just don't like these types of games in guess general. Not. I guess not. I mean, I but that all being said, let me make one last point about that because it kind of frustrates me because these kinds of games are the primary way that people who have a story to tell are just going to tell that story. You know what I mean? So like, it seems yeah. to me like the best stories in video games are supposedly coming through this medium right now. This is the genre that storytellers go to in video games in 2015 because action games aren't meant to have great stories. People aren't really worried about the story in RPGs. If somebody has a good story, they're like, I'm going to give them a walking simulator because it's just about the story. But it frustrates me that it, so often those stories are completely sleeping pills to me. Yeah, and I guess that's the issue. I mean, the only the only other thing I would say about this game, you know, regardless of all of that stuff, as a as a place, as a as a sort of realized place in a video game, it is is probably one of the best. Really. It's got a good sense of place. I wouldn't call it great. I mean, it's interesting. I, I felt like it wasn't varied enough. Um. I don't know. They went underground in order to give it more variety, which I don't. I think that was kind of a weak thing to do. And you didn't like the underground bar part. No, I didn't. I wasn't keen on that so, to be honest. But I don't know. I just felt like it was like okay, and then we'll have this thing here, and then we'll have that thing there, and oh, I don't know. It's just not your. Just not. Before we go on to news, I forgot about a game I played. <gasps> I know. Bonus line. It was a good game as well. Uh, which was we'll be the just judge of that the, you. Yeah, really. let, me just, let me just check the title yes titan souls have you heard of this uh, nope titan souls it's it's by it's been um uh by devolver 
It's not actually by them, but they're producing it. Who've made like my, you know Hotline Miami and all those kinds of games. I said once uh, that they are the masters of the eight-bit retrospective, uh, right? And is the developers called Acid Nerve, which are British, and it's kind of Shadow of the Colossus for eight-bit games. I guess is the best way to describe it. Hmm. So it's kind of eight-bit boss battles. No, no sort of nothing else to kill. And you're this little dude, you have one arrow, which you can, using telekinesis, get back, but you have to kill all of these bosses with one shot. Which doesn't sound that interesting in of itself, but when you start playing the game, it's very much based on patterns. Mm-hmm. It's very clever. And there's a demo for it, so I definitely recommend going and playing the demo. Uh, and there's four bosses available in the demo. I've managed to kill two which was something like 56 deaths uh, to kill two bosses. Yikes. And, but they're very close. So wherever you, where you respawn, they're, they're really close. And what it does really, really well is you, as you're playing it, every time you die, you learn a little bit more on what you need to do. So it's a rope like so, Yes. And it's one of those where suddenly it clicks. You suddenly realize what it is you've got to do. But then... It adds this extra layer of complexity because once you realize what you've got to do, then you've got to execute it. Uh huh. It's very good. Really, really good. So I don't I, know. I it feels definitely... like, oh, you know how you hate boss battles a lot of times, Duke? Well, how about a game that's nothing but those? <laughs> it's nothing but boss battles. That's all it is. But the one shot, so to kill the boss, it's one shot to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those are in two stages, so you hit it once and then you have to hit it again. Uh, but you only get one arrow, so that's kind of it. And if you drop it, you can either pick it up by running over it or you press your fire button and it re- it sort of do, comes back do, to you. You're big on, like, the how a game makes you feel. So <laughs> yeah. the fact that this game like, will make me feel bring awesome. Bring, bringing down a big boss, if you pulled it up, like, once, you might be like, you know what, that was that was good and it hooks you in. You never know. For instance, there's just been one on with like you know like a brain in an ice cube. Yeah, did you see that? And and that's all about it's all physics. It's sort of you work out how to kill it by where the ice cube bounces and slides to. Yeah, but in order to figure that out, you die thirty times. Yes, <laughs> and and but once yeah, you figure it out, if I could sit on a ledge and watch it for a while and then go after it, maybe. Yeah, well, what what's interesting is you sort of spend thirty times figuring it out right how to do it and then when you figure out how to do it you spend another 30 times actually doing what you need to do well you know what you don't you don't really know how to sell a game to do do you Stu? <laughs> no. but once thing. you get it uh, it's cool if, if if i can talk about how i i don't think this is for me but that's kind of what super meat boy is so i i really can't talk smack I think you should play the demo and see what you think, because I'm not convinced you won't like it. I will play the demo. I also have two other demos and Pillars of Eternity and this other game that I bought, so I'm I'm good for games. I don't need more games, but that's never stopped me in the past. Well, you've just seen the solution to the to the brain one. Well, I wasn't watching, uh, so it's okay. Oh, that's okay, but it's just sort of trying to execute. Well, it's an ice cube, specific. and there's a fire in the middle. You work it out. Yeah, but it only the fire only lights when the cube's on a certain place, so that's what makes it difficult. So you've got to work out how to draw it to where it needs to go. It's very cool. that you're fighting? Yeah. What was it that you were fighting? A brain. A brain. But what, In an ice cube. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, AD, the Bible continues. Sorry, I'm looking at this stupid ad. 
because get it ice cube i get it i get it But yeah, it's it's cool. I am tempted to buy it because it is that sort of hotline Miami Super Meat Boy fix. Yeah. You know, that sort of repetitive played over and over again until you do it. Right. So, Downloading yeah. the demo now, so hopefully next week I will have something to say about Titan Souls. And oh, I'm sure you will. You can download the demo too and you can join us in your mind. It'll be like you're here. Or, uh, better yet, play the demo and then send us an email telling us what you think about this game. Or, even better, send us a speak pipe. Just go to veterangames.co.uk and you can record a speak pipe and then we'll play it on next week's show. That's it. See? All done. Right. On that point, we need to do some super quick news. So it's super quick news time again this week because we've talked about games for a long time. Yeah. It's not going to be a super long show, Stulek. It's going to be a truncated second part. Yeah. Super quick news time. Go ahead. Okay, dog. Super quick news. Uh, Bloodborne. That's all we have. Thanks for. There we go. We're done. Thanks, everybody. Now. <laughs> anyway, what? super quick news. Come on, come on. Super, super quick. quick news. Uh, the game that everybody's playing, but nobody uh, wants to wait in the loading screens for. It's Bloodborne, and there's a bug in Blood- Bloodborne. A lot. Can't talk. Uh, that makes bosses battles easy, which is sort of this. <laughs> That's the worst kind the... of bug you could have in the game from this development. I know, Jute would love that I bug. I would love that. <laughs> that's not a bug, that's a feature. But yeah. apparently, it's they don't. Pe- a lot of people don't think it's fixable, uh, the bug that they've got. Um, I'll explain what it is, because it's, uh, in a nutshell, basically, if you leave the game running for 12 hours and just stay in the same place, when you <laughs> then go to fight the bosses... They're way, way easier than when the if you just sort of fight them as you normally fight. How the hell did time. they figure out that you could make the bosses easier to fight by leaving the game for twelve hours? Well, somebody obviously just left it on and went off to do all the stuff. Came that back, God, that fell carried asleep. on playing. He's yeah, a carried on playing. People who are just like, I'm gonna push on every brick on this wall, and one of them's gonna do something. I'm gonna leave yeah. the game on for twelve hours and see what happens. You know what? You know what? You joke, but there are people <laughs> I know. that do that. But they get. So. But apparently the reason is that what they're saying is there's a memory leak. So when it's been left for so long, it, it leaks memory or something, and then the AI doesn't work properly. So when you when you're fighting against the bosses, they don't actually do the proper combos or anything. They just do one attack, which is obviously a lot easier to dodge and stuff. And then you just sort of spam your attack on them. So there you go. So if you want anyway, to beat uh, Rockstar deals with GTA cheaters. Uh, there was uh, some hackers. I don't even have to click on the link for this. I already know what it is. Uh, there were some hackers in uh, GTA Online that brought a very rare car into from the single player into the multiplayer. And whenever somebody got into that car, they made it explode. Well, Rockstar responded by making these hackers explode every time they got into any car. There you go. That's how you do it. Oh, yeah, baby. There you go. That's one exploded. Um, next bit of news now. Uh, on oh, sorry, by the way, speaking about bugs, uh, they fixed the Pillars of Eternity bug. So you know, Yeah, I believe so, yeah. And yeah, I think so they said good. in the release notes that it should retroactively fix all your characters. So cool. that's good to know. That is good. Uh, on live is shutting down and Sony swoops in. Uh, Batman style. Good. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, uh, on live shutdown, Sony's bought all the patents to all their streaming stuff, so no fucker else can have it. Everybody on Reddit Good. said what I said, which is that on live was ahead of its time, and it just didn't have the infrastructure it needed. 
That's yeah. right. Now, uh, therefore, Reddit Quantum... comes with me, which makes me right. Quantum Break, uh, which is an Xbox One exclusive, um, has been delayed to 2016, which is no big surprise because these are the people that made Alan Wake. And what? Alan Wake was delaying the game? No way. Alan Wake was announced in 2005, and the game didn't come out in 2010, and they said it was coming out in 2007. Anywho... And a lot of people uh, got to the point with Alan Wake where they thought it was never going to come out at all. Can we... This and, is supposed to super mega quick news. I, know. I was going to say, and Duke wishes it never did. Yes. <laughs> right. Here we go. We're going to fly through the rest. Okay, okay, um, okay go. Fatal go. Frame, Wii U coming to the West. Brilliant. Uh, Yoshi's Yoshi's Woolly World releasing on June the 26th for 2015. Something else for the Wii U people to play. Uh, and if you want something else, Splatoon is being released on the 29th of May 2015. Yeah, but Nintendo is only going to be developing for the mobile market now, so who cares about Nintendo? Mario Kart 8 is getting a 2000cc mode, which basically means very hard mode. Uh, visceral uh, nerfs a Battlefield Hardline coach, so you can now drive it like a car, which is fun. Uh, and no, they've nerfed it. They've nerfed it, man. They've, they've made nerfed it so, it's it, so you not can't as drive powerful. it, though. You can what? drive it, but it's, it's not as hard as it, it, it... Before, it was like the best car in the game, even though it was a couch. Right. So they've actually made it made it not as cool anymore because people were just using it all the time and winning loads of matches with oh, it. Oh, well. So they've okay. gone. Yeah, this joke has got out of hand. <laughs> PlayStation Home. Yes. He's dead. Uh, it's been dead. dead. I was so recent. So it was on no, April Wednesday. Everyone thought it were a joke. I flashed back <laughs> for uh, four years there. He's been dead for a while. Uh, um. Uh, head teachers threatened to report parents to police for letting kids play 18 rated games. Wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but is it? Yes. Why? Because parents shouldn't let Please. kids play 18 plus games, but it shouldn't be a legal sanction if they decide, you know what, my kid is mature enough to handle this. He knows the difference between right and wrong, fantasy versus reality. I'm going to let him play this. It's now like, in the UK, like parents are like, "Oh, I'm going to let my kid walk home from school today." And now the parents are getting arrested for neglecting their child. Yeah, but the difference is in the UK to America, it is a legal sanction that it's for 18s only, over 18s, and regardless of your personal feelings on it, that's the law. So you, so if Millie has a sip of your wine, she ought to go to prison. You ought to go to prison. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is that's... Well, kind <laughs> no, of, I guess. That, that cookie you know class is... Oh, no, he's saying yes. You think you ought to go to prison if Millie has a drink no, of wine. But that could be classes neglect. If you let an underage but kid drink insane. alcohol... But insane? Stuart. Kind of. Don't you think kind that's of. Government run a market. Stupid. But when, um, you, when, when Millie was at primary school and she was seven and eight... There were there were lads in her class playing Call of Duty at that point. Yes, and that's wrong. And that's not right. right but that's that's there's, there's there are many different options between let five year olds play Call of Duty and send the parents to prison. What I'm saying is, we, there are a million other options there. No, they shouldn't be. Them, they'll, well, whatever. They'll find them a fine. That's They're going to send them to prison. But it is, I, I don't agree with it. I don't think kids should be playing these games. And, and I do think that parents are irresponsible for doing it. So, yeah, the parents should be punished for being irresponsible and letting the kids play stuff they're not supposed to. Because they go, oh, it's just a game. It's a toy. It's not It's not for adults. It's just a toy, that game. They, they don't care. They don't know. And they're not bothered. Well, then we should educate them. <laughs> but that doesn't work, though, does it? It doesn't work to educate people, really. So I shouldn't be a teacher, then? 
as long no, as little quit. Johnny's being <laughs> as long as little Johnny's being quiet, they're not bothered. Well, that's the whole problem with our modern conception of what education means. We think yeah, if, a kid's, if a kid's glassy-eyed and still in the chair, then he's being a good student. I would argue the exact opposite. Timmy needs to get up and raise his fist and pound on the table and say, so let me, okay. this game is weak. Okay, let me come. Let me ask you this, Andrew. Right? How how are Sorry, you going to educate? This is going to be super quick news. This is super elongated arguing time because we haven't had how much of that you, on the show today. How are you going to educate crap parents? I'm gonna uh, offer a class. I'm gonna provide information in printed form. I'm gonna give them websites. I'm gonna give them. Um, I mean, there's. I'm not saying there's an easy answer here, but you know. Have a visit from a someone who cares and be like, look, I'm concerned, you know, have, call in for a parent teacher conference. <laughs> and do you think that's going to work? Well, it's, do you think these parents who it, don't give a shit are going to be bothered? This is probably not going to do much either, because what it will do is it'll make the parent go, well, the school is just trying to they hate me or, you know, they hate my kid for no good reason. Or they're trying to tell me how to be a parent. Fuck them. But then. <laughs> I, I don't know the answer. To and, I don't know. And the suppose you have a parent who's just not around enough to really watch the kid. She cares. She's concerned. She's told Timmy, "Don't play Call of Duty," but he's like, "Fuck you, mom. You're never around. I don't have to do what you say." Goes over to Bob's <laughs> house and plays the game. School finds out Timmy's playing Call of Duty and finds the mother. Reports it to the police, and the police find her. They're therefore punishing her even more for money she doesn't have, and that money she doesn't have is the cause of the lax parenting. That's not going to help anybody. Now, that's that's not probably every scenario, but that's going to be some of them. No, and a, and a legal uh, sanction is not the way to help a person who doesn't have enough time to be with their kids. That's a problem. Yeah, Capitalism. But if they're letting their kids play most of these games for hours on end anyway, are they really that bothered about spending time with their kids? Well, but you're assuming that that's the case with every kid who's playing it this game. It happens. It there's a lot I'm of not arguing that it happens. What I'm saying is yeah. there's a significant portion, let's say 20%, of the kids who are playing these games because parents aren't around. Not because the parents don't care, but because the parents are just not around. They have to work two jobs or whatever. Yeah, but, that, but these kids, right, all right, I, I had an experience in a local supermarket of mine were a parent bought the something like six or seven year old lad a copy of Call of Duty yeah. at the counter. Yeah, that's messed up. So those kids do not get access to those games without crappy parents yeah. buying them well, for them because the, those six and seven year olds cannot go into a store and buy that game themselves. And how did these kids on South Park get to see the Terrence and Philip movie? I don't know. Jenny, do you remember this in the Bigger's Uncut? Uh, no, I've only watched it once. Listen, Mr. Homeless Man, you can not buy us this movie ticket, and or you can get the $20 to go buy yourself a bottle of vodka. Four tickets, please. That does, Look, a seven-year-old <laughs> kid isn't going to have the nonce or the, you know, know how to do that. So seven-year-old kids become happening. masters of Call of Duty, but they don't have the intelligence to figure out some way to get this game unless their parents buy it for them. Yeah, because how else are they going to get Again, it? look, there are some kids that that's true for, but there are other kids who find ways to get it, and parents, despite their best efforts, aren't able to shut it down. Or all I know. kids involved all are I not know. able to shut it down. Every modern console now has parental stuff on it. You can even set it so it won't play a game other than the age rating you want. And it's, and because so it both the PS4 and the Xbox One that it's be has that on it. everyone to figure that out. 
it isn't easy. You just go on, you just Google it. It takes two seconds For to you, Google it. It was easy to do. Have well, you ever I'm sorry. You should try to help my mom figure out Facebook. Okay. We're not talking so, about people of your mum's age. We're talking about parents of, say, in the 40s, the same age as me. What I'm saying, Stu, is that you've had a series of interactions with technology that have helped you to feel like it's easy in a way that a lot of parents haven't. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry, but I just totally disagree. Fine. We disagree. Let's move on. There's, there has got I know to be. Is I played Mortal Kombat when I was a kid. That's All right. Yeah, but I Mortal haven't... Kombat when you was a kid has nowhere near the same realis- realism of half the games that these kids no, play. No, that's not true. And also, that's totally not true. I disagree. Video screens of people impaling each other on spikes, Stuart, in Mortal Kombat. It was well, gruesome. It was horrible. It was violent. It was gruesome, but it's nothing like now. It's yeah, nothing like, like in the... comparison. When that's the only thing you have, Stu, that was the best thing ever. It was. I know. Awesome. I know. And I don't so disagree realistic. with that. Look, I've well, only killed three people, right? So it's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. Just, it's just totally different. I mean, some of these kids are playing online at seven and eight years old. Yes, I hear them every day. I know what you mean. Yeah. And they're hearing shit that they shouldn't be hearing. The we're not arguing about doing stuff and and that. And I'm sorry. I know that everyone goes, oh, okay, games. It's not real. It doesn't affect kids and stuff. But he does. I'm sorry. But yes. at that age, when kids are an impressionable kid, playing a game that's that graphic and hearing that shit online will affect. Those I agree children. with that. So, and I agree, I believe the games affect us even when we're adults. I'm on record as not liking the uh, snuff film at the beginning of Shadow of Mordor, but. Again, you know, I believe that the government that governs least governs best. And I don't want the government coming in and saying, you're a bad parent. You're going to have to pay us money because you let your kid play a game that we don't like. You're right. Because yeah, but they are a bad GTA parent. GTA though. affected me in a way because I realized that my character in GTA has a better life than I have. It goes to strippers <laughs> of sex more often than I do. <laughs> Does more money than I do. I, um, it, it, it's really daunting for me. Let me ask you yeah. this question now, Stu. How would you feel if the cops came to your door, knocked on your door, and said, uh, Mr. Fowler, your daughter had a snack in her lunch that is unhealthy. You have to pay a fine. You're not allowed to. You can't take unhealthy snacks to school. But suppose she snuck one in. Maybe she snuck one in. Would you be just... okay with getting a fine because your kid yeah, did that's something totally that you don't agree with, with and she found totally to do different. it even though you didn't realize she was – Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, right? Kids who malnourish their children, I don't agree with that either. I assume you meant to say parents who malnourish their children. Yeah, sorry. Parents who mal- malnourish their kids. So you'd even. be okay with paying a fine because Millie ate a candy bar. Yeah, well, it's not about paying fines. It's about people doing what's right and wrong. What is it? the police going to do if they're not arresting them and they're not making them pay a fine? I mean, don't get me wrong, right? Don't get me wrong. If if a kid's sort of fifteen, sixteen, then yes, they're still I know, under the age. Talking 18, about younger 18. kids, it's not too terrible, right? If you've got a kid under ten playing these things, though, they shouldn't be. Stu, they we really don't have shouldn't. A disagreement be. about whether this is a good idea for eight-year-olds to play Call of Duty. I'm with you. Well, yeah. The question is, but, where what's the role of government to deal with that? And I would say yeah, very but, little. Yeah, but how how then does it get dealt with? We have a discussion as a society about what video games really do and what they don't do and what the options are so that the parents can get more educated and they can go, you know what, Timmy, you can't play that, but you can play this other game instead. But then, right, right, we were invited to school for, like, you know, like, internet 
awareness and all that crap right. for your kids. Yeah. But at no time did they ever mention anything video well, game. Well, maybe related. they should. That would be a great first step. Don't you agree? Yeah. No. All right. Then we have agreement. We have consensus. Good night. Right, just observe it because I I don't have any kids because they're awful, right? But I I, <laughs> I, I have a niece and nephew who play a lot of video games, right? Yeah, and, and, and Jimmy plays Gears of War and Blood and Death and Call of Duty yeah, and everything. And as far as I know, he hasn't murdered anyone yet. In fact, he's probably <laughs> the one of the most kindest kids I've ever met, ever. But... um. I tell you what does affect him. It's not so much what he's doing in the video game. You know what I mean? He's he, he plays a lot of Counter Strike. Now I'm not his dad, and I wouldn't like him to play Counter Strike. But you know, I can't attend to him 24/7. He's not. He doesn't live under my roof. And you're gonna pay so, fine. And he doesn't seem to be like crazy, right? So anyway, um, he plays a lot of Counter Strike Go, and I tell you what affects him more. It's not so much what he's doing in the game. You know, shooting people. It's the people stuff. talking on the mic. It's the social interaction. Yeah, that's what. I yeah, think. that's that should be people going to prison <laughs> because the stuff that people say, and I've I've seen him um, play Counter Strike, right? And I've seen him go to type stuff, right? Yeah, and I, you, you you've got to jump off that now. Like you can't do that, <laughs> right? You can't talk like that, yeah. oh, sure. right? And he's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. what if I play it without without saying anyone? So like, I don't trust you now. So you got to get <laughs> off. You know, good for you and. When, when he plays online, I, I make sure he doesn't have a mic on, or if he's only talking to friends, that's fine. But, like, those are the things that the social interactions, those are the things. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Really, Much more toxic. Really, yeah. I mean, the, the fact that you're shooting people and stuff. I mean, I used to rip people's spines off, <laughs> and in Mortal Kombat. And, and it never, you know, I never really got tempted to do it at primary school, apart from when Andrew Holly had kicked my ball over the fence, but that's a different story. <laughs> Prick. And I, you know, I, I think it's more. They know it's it's unless they're a bit crazy, but the, the kids know it's it's not real. You know what I mean? I mean, to be um, fair, like that's a kind of simplistic way is that they have no effect on us or they turn us into murderers. And I think there's a lot of other ways in which these games can affect us. So I do oh, yeah. think it's a good idea in general to keep kids away from these games. But on the other hand, I would agree with you, Chinny, that once a kid reaches a certain level of maturity, they can handle this sort of thing, even if it's not the age that the man says they ought to be at. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm the sorry. Other thing, the other thing is as well, right? So I just sorry to interrupt you there, Stuart. You've been talking a lot, and I, I haven't really been listening. That's okay. So. That's fair enough. Um, the, the Madeline, all right, is very different, right? When she plays her video games, for example, um, it, and this also proves of how out of touch we are with what kids play, because Madeline uh, likes to play games where there are wolves in them, uh, and she she's playing a game she called Wolf Quest. No, she doesn't play The Wolf Among Us, but she knows what it is. Um, she's playing uh, Wolf Quest, uh-huh. uh, where you're a wolf. And I looked over her shoulder today and said, Madeline, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just pissing everywhere to, to mark my territory. <laughs> territory. <laughs> yes. So, and But in that game, though, there is people, other wolves. Uh, she didn't say pissing, by the way. She just says, I'm, I'm, I'm weeing. Uh, and, and, yeah, that's cute. Uh, and and yeah, she, there's other wolves that she has to interact with and talk to, and she's oh, I don't like that person, and this person hacked me, and I've got to hack them back. You know that she she's convinced that people hack her for some reason. I don't know why. She's like, oh, they hacked me. They hacked because me. If, now I've got to hack. Because the, the the reason is if you don't do well in a multiplayer lobby, the immediate yeah. answer is well, someone's hacking. Someone's cheating. Hacking. Yeah. Like, and and she says I'm gonna hack them back. And I was like, hang on. 
why, why just just forget it just like yeah. nothing ha- what happened and then when i broke it down she sort of quickly realized oh nothing really happened right. so it's that stuff that really that that i'm keeping an eye on oh yeah the fact if, if they shoot people in the face or whatever like that doesn't really bother me too much yeah. but it's the it's the way they behave is is what concerns me mm-hmm. yeah i i don't know i mean i i don't know what the answer is to control it yeah I don't, I don't agree with it, but I don't know how you can stop it happening. That's the trouble. I know how we can stop this stuff. discussion from happening. We can move on to the next news. Story. We can. Well, we haven't. It's, it's time for some emails. Oh, as it goes. Oh, we've only got, we've oh, only got two. Oh, that ruled. And the first one is very quick. Uh, it's entitled Voice Actors in Better Call Saul uh, from Pinky. And he says the voice actors Trevor uh, from GTA 5 and Vars from Far Cry 3 have both made appearances in new TV series Better Call Saul. Just a nerdy video game reference for a loyal, uh, from a loyal fan. Love Pinky. There you go. That was quick. Cool. See? There you go. There you go. It's obvious that somebody who writes that or casts that show is a very massive fan of video games. Well, to be, to be fair, the... Uh, the guy from Far Cry 3 has quite a big part in Better Call Saul. So he's not just like, it's not a cameo. He's, he's actually in it, in it, if you will. Cool. That's properly in it. And the second one's from Derek Sands, and he says he's shouldering the weight of the virtual world. He says, hi, guys. Hi. hi. He said, I heard the show live on Twitch on the 29th of March, but was unable to access a chat facility. It just kept saying it was going to reload, but it never did. The chat problem, strangely enough, brought back a memory of my early school days. When I was about six or seven, I remember I remember a kid in my class telling me the following. If every person in the world stood on the ground and jumped up and down at the exact same time, it would cause earthquakes and tidal waves. <laughs> that little gem, I love, I love stories like that. They're great, aren't they? Uh, that little gem stuck in my mind until I realised years later that it was almost certainly untrue, unless you know different. Uh, I, I do think that's untrue. Anyway, after last week's show, I suddenly thought, what if every person in the world turned on all the worldwide web-enabled devices and accessed it all at the same time? Would this cause an internet meltdown? So what do you reckon, Duke? I don't think it would. The whole reason the internet was developed the way it was is in order to make it possible for us to deal with attacks on certain parts of the internet. So I think if, you know, every, I mean, everybody accessing the internet at once would probably fry some servers in major metropolitan areas, but you could just access other places. So I think it'd be all right. Yeah, I don't think it'd be an issue unless everybody accessed the same place. Yeah. Because that's, that's kind of like a DD, DD whatever OS right. attack, isn't it? That's how that works. Right. Because it, it pretends tons and tons of people are all logging on to a server. It's sending a whole bunch of messages to those servers. When you say, I want this website, you send one message to that server. When someone does a DDoS attack, they send 10 million messages to that server. So, if you know, if you, for instance, you know, on a typical moment in New York City, you might have 300,000 people accessing a single server. Well, that's a heavy load, but it doesn't crash the server, and it might have the ability to do it for, you know half a million people but if you had three million people all at once trying to access it yes that might crash it yeah i mean that's how it works isn't it each of these servers has a as an ultimate capacity right. it can take all in one go right and if you overdo that it, it not only crashes the server but it takes a while to get it all up and running again and that's why it disrupts xbox live and psn and all this stuff and that's uh why these hackers do it yeah aren't most people on the internet kind of all the time anyway like in, no what? probably not i wouldn't have thought 
I would have probably thought they're on at different you know, times. Yeah, when they go People... back from work. Yeah, there, there are, and and you notice a drop in your internet speed more than anything. That seems to be what it affects the most, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless you've got like cable. Eight o'clock at night. Always got that. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, I'll just finish off his email. There is a little bit more. A little bit more. Um. Yeah, so do we need to think how much data we access and download, or are people happy to have unlimited downloads for everyone who can afford it? Yeah, I don't think it really makes... To be honest with you, I think it's a whole load of bullshit, all this sort of... It's bullshit, man. These sort of... They're just using it as a way to make more money. I don't think it actually makes a whole lot of difference. I don't think it makes a whole lot of difference to internet providers how much people download. I think it's just a way of having tiered services where they can charge more money for the more access you have to it. I don't think it makes any difference at all. Well, it's going to make a difference if they make it, you know, it's like if you had two lanes on the highway, one for rich people and one for people who aren't rich. Yeah, yeah I think that's all it is. I don't think it's anything to do with how much it costs them to give you more. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, of course not. They just want I don't right, think, they just want to make more money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's anything to do with that. I don't think it makes any difference then whether you download 500 gigabytes or you download 50 gigs. I don't think it really makes a whole lot of difference cuz at the end of the day they're just providing a connection point from one server to another. That's all they're doing. And depending on how open that sort of tube is depends on how fast your network is, I guess. Mhm. So I don't think it really makes any point. I think it's just a way of making more cash. That's all they're doing. Um, anyway, maybe 15 to 20 years in the future before any real problems occur, but maybe we should start to think of data in the same way people now talk about uh, conserving wildlife, water, fuel, or the ozone layer. I think, to be fair, I don't think that's a problem. Do you know what I think a problem is? There was, a, there was recently a guy died suddenly of a brain hemorrhage or something, and he was a, like a, a sort of internet security expert. He'd worked in the sort of security services and all this sort of stuff. And... Even now, there is stuff that his wife cannot access or get get to. Even like family photos, she can't get to a, to her family photos because it's under so many layers of security that is stuck on them, and and she can't get to them, and she can't get people who can crack it either to to get access to stuff just like normal photographs that he's got stored on hard drives. Yeah, yeah, and normal I think that's more of an issue. Maybe, maybe not. But you know, there's there's stuff that she just can't get to because of the way he'd he'd sort of um, secured everything and never really divulged to her what he'd done. So there's stuff she just can't get at. Well, that's a specific think, problem. I think that you know, with regard to data bandwidth and stuff, I don't think the bandwidth itself is the problem. I think our obsession for more and more and more all the time is a problem, especially because rare earth metals are required to make all these phones and things. So the fact that we're constantly having, you know, we're supposed to get new phones, new watches, yeah. new everything all the time. That And where does that stuff go? We recycle it, quote unquote. But what does that even mean? A lot of times it means it goes to China and some city gets, you know, irradiated because we're just dumping our old cell phones and there are all these weird chemicals mixed in with the water. That's is, there new phone, is there a new watch going in there, though? I know, right? It's exciting. Yeah. Oh, come yeah. on. Uh, and again, I need to get one of them. it's bad to have these. I mean, you know, I got a new computer. I got a iPod Touch. Like, these devices are awesome. I think we need to find ways to make them in a sustainable way. Yeah, but then that's not a good business plan, is it? Well, guess what I've never been primarily occupied with? 
Maybe you're not, but Apple definitely you is. You can get phones and, and plastic cups and stuff that you can plant. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, you finish it off. Those internet superhighways must be getting pretty congested these days. Don't worry, kids. Internet meltdown will probably never happen. It'll probably be uh, fine. You're, yours apologetically, Derek. Now, I will, I will say our internet went off the other day for two hours and Millie did think it was the end of the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, <laughs> she, has she ever experienced a blackout? Have your lights gone off? No. See, no, thing. I don't think they have. We all know that, what it, what that's like. But kids today, these kids today, they don't know what that's like. And oh, for them, I think the Internet is kind of like that. Like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? So I think we don't we don't get blackouts as much as we used to, do we? Oh, no. I mean, no, very rarely. I think that's a beautiful sign of how our energy infrastructure has improved. And that's a great thing. And soon, I expect in 20 years, people will be like, remember when sometimes the internet knocked out? And you'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Kids won't believe it. No, I mean, no, I remember the last time the we had a blackout, I was playing Resident Evil 5 with Marsh, right? Right. And boom, everything just went off, right? Oh. And uh, at oh, this point... Save game! Well, you know, it was only Resident Evil 5. I wasn't really getting into it anyway. Um, but like... I remember uh, even at this point, I was thinking, oh, my God, blackouts are so rare. Yeah. Right, let's use this moment to look up into the sky because the best thing about a blackout is you see all the stars in the yeah, sky. Yeah, no light pollution. That's, there's no light pollution. So uh, as soon as it happened, I was like, yes, blackout. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's look up. So, yeah, it's, 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 I, I love blackouts. There you go. Love the blackout. Um so that's kind of about it. So I think we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. So shout outs. It's time for a shout out. Hey, hey, you hey. never need to shout wait out. for me to play the sound. You can always just start and then I'll play the sound when I'm ready. I know what you do. Yeah. That's why I waited. Right. Uh, so we'll come to you first. Ginny, go for it. Uh, well, yes, I would like to shout out. We've got two new followers on the on the stream. Uh, delinquent uh, that we read out earlier, and uh, J S S Y S T T A Jesse Ta. I don't know. Um, so they're new followers. Uh, but as always, thanks to the people that are listening live. Uh, Chapstickle has just joined us, thinking, "What did I miss? Um, you missed." Uh, me smashing an egg on my face. Uh, you missed. <laughs> you did. Uh, Duke getting angry about uh, Ethan Carter. So uh, you, you missed Stu being um, not adaptable and not changing his ways and thinking that I'm not changing for anybody. Uh, you Forget also it. missed a big debate about how uh, kids are basically turning into murderers. So murderers. yeah, you missed quite a bit. Murder. So shout out to the people who uh, listen every week, and we still broadcast this on a Sunday at 9pm GMT, uh, which is now British Summertime, so it's BST uh, now, and um, yeah, we're, we're still here, 9pm, and I haven't been on the streams lately, um, very busy with work and so on, and life, uh, and watching Problem Child 1 and 2, so... Uh, <laughs> hey, first things first, <laughs> you know. man. What are you going to do? I've been playing the piano a lot more uh, lately and uh, piano, watching a lot more TV piano, shows. Piano, piano, piano. So I've been addicted piano, to... Piano. Brilliant. There you go, Stu. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> I've been addicted to uh, Alan Partridge lately as well. So I've been watching TV shows. I've been, been having a break from games. Not not completely stopped, just just slowing it down a little bit until until stuff comes in. So, yeah, you know. Uh, that's it, really. 
That's it, really. So, yeah. uh, Duke, over to you. Yes, I will shout out the following people. Mighty Ice Dude, PC Sharky for the League of Legends games, and Ollie and Matt and Ben and Dan for the League games where we got stomped into paste. I think they were feeding the enemy. I think they were being reckless. Whatever. I wasn't there. I don't really know what they were doing. I was up on the top lane just mining or uh, farming the minions. Uh, I will shout out everyone at the Writers Institute because it was an awesome experience, and I will shout out Amiraquai for the GTA 5 video, and I will thank Batch for the video or the picture of him uh, with the book that he bought for me. Thank you. And speaking of books, I will thank Pilch Reed for being so patient while I mail his book. I finally got it out this week. Sorry for the delay. I hope you like it, dude. Thank you for entering our contest. I will shout out Trigger for uh, offering to get me a Heroic Storm beta key because that's going to be interesting if I can get my hands on that. Um, I will shout out Quidjibo Jones for linking up with me on Origin because Origin, it's where the cool kids are partying. So come on by. <laughs> You're on Origin. Yeah, right. At me. Let's get. Origin. Uh, it's like Steam, but worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. But you can't play Battlefield Hardline without it. So. That what, is are gonna do? what are you yep, going to do? Yep, those are my shout outs. Um. I'm going to shout out delinquent, the delinquent, the delinquent or whatever, delinquent. Yes. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to shout him out because he, he at least attempted to back me up on Ethan Carter, even though it didn't work, you know, for for a split second. He had a go and then Duke shot him down. <laughs> so I didn't mean to go. talk down to him. I was trying to respond to the point that he made in a very loud shouty voice. Well, yeah, that's how I talk sh- with a shots fired soundbite. <laughs> yeah, just say it. Uh, so yeah, I'll, sh- I'll shout out him and it, you know, cool to be another follower. We're nearly at that 300 mark, Chini. So almost, almost 300, yeah. yeah. Almost so 300. close. I feel like um, I was a bit more on it like in the last couple of weeks streaming. We'd probably be doing it by now, but whatever. So close. Uh, and I'll shout out Chapstick because he's over in Australia, mate. Australia. And I can never remember. Yeah, it's tomorrow morning there, isn't it? I think. It's about sort of seven o'clock in the morning yes. on Easter no, Monday. Isn't it like midday for them? Like no, no, no. It's 11. about it's about eleven hours ahead of us. They're about eleven hours, aren't they? Eleven, yeah, twelve. So it's eleven hours. o'clock. Is it? No, that, ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. I don't know. I'm all confused. Anyway, it's it's some o'clock in the morning where he is, and he's all the way over there in Australia. And he, he quite often, because uh, I'm off sometimes Thursday, Fridays, uh, we we often sort of play some golf together and stuff like that. So it's always kind of cool uh, to play a bit of golf together, you know, and just chitter-chatter as we're playing away. Yeah. And I'll shout out Amazon, even though they never listen to our show, just for being so crap, but also good at replacing the game that went missing. Because I'm you guessing never know. it's not somebody one of one of the stock checkers could be listening to us. That's a pretty boring job. It's possible, possible. I mean, and and, and to an extent, I'm I'm guessing it's most likely you know Royal Mail's fault as opposed to Amazon. You know, I'm guessing it's them that's either lost the parcel or half inched it or whatever. Uh, but they replaced it quickly, and it came like I say the following day, and I was kind of impressed with that. So, uh, so there you go. And I, can, I think that's kind of it. So we need to get this said shit it's, out uh, of here. It's, it's quarter past eight. He's, their clocks just went back because, of course, he's on the southern hemisphere. So well, I was closer than you. I was only an hour out. Well, shut the fuck up. Where about that? Um, and because yeah, he's not getting <laughs> darker now. Um, so, ha ha. But the only thing is, <laughs> probably. <laughs> It probably is warmer there than it is here. So it probably is. It probably is. Knowing me, Alan Partridge. Knowing you, Chapstickle. Aha. Aha. 
Right, that's it. So we need to get the hell out of here. So good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Thank you, good night, much love. Play some easy games while I'm rolling in my caddy. I completely forgot about to talk about what well, I had to film a helicopter with the drone. Remember this? Right, did you crash? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you yeah. was worried you were gonna crash it and all that shit. My main concern was okay, I'll just explain the story. There's a there's a big company uh, that I had to fly the drone for uh, and to, to film a helicopter. So I I we turned up, we rocked up, and I thought that the pilot already knew that we were here. OK, and um, because the pilot was in um, Worcestershire, so, you know, whatever, it's quite far away. And a friend of mine who works at this company says, does the pilot know you're here? He's like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's been briefed and everything. Anyway, I've got his number. Do you want to ring him? And I was like, yeah, I'll ring him just in case. So I rang him and he says, uh, what drone? I'm like, shit. Uh, so um, I said, yeah, I've got a drone. And he was very like business. No, no fucking banter with him you know what i mean i was trying to like be cracking a joke and stuff and he's like if i see that drone and it's in my way i ain't landing until you land it i'm like whoa okay <laughs> this guy doesn't want to fuck about um so what i did was i flew it anyway fuck him um and fuck him. yeah exactly but I-, I was keeping a safe distance my main concern was i didn't know i haven't really been that close to a helicopter before so i didn't know how much kickback and the air below a helicopter is the most dangerous because it blows it down and it would probably kick my drone out and fuck it up so i kept a big distance away i managed to catch it landing a little bit but i didn't want to take off too early um and then he came over and he he was actually quite a nice guy he he saw the drone and he just got an out of a 4.2 million pound helicopter right he walked out he went straight over to us Looking at our drone, he went, that's a nice bit of kit. Wow. You've just stepped out of a <laughs> fucking helicopter. Yeah, the helicopter's all right, but that drone, ooh. But that yeah. fucking little drone you got. Mm. I mean, it's, a, it's a DJI S1000 if you want to Google it. But it's a, you know, it's a nice drone. It's not like a Phantom or anything. But it's 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 not a fucking helicopter, is it? Um, well, to a you know, I tried to be a helicopter. I tried to talk to him about pilot things, you know. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you have to charge the batteries? Uh, it didn't really work. Um, so then, then wow, we, had to, to right? a, <laughs> we had to do a few uh, a few more flights, and then I had to do a flight where I, I watched it take off. Now, there was a very important man getting into the helicopter. This was the sort of focal point, so I had to film him getting in. And then I had to move out of the way and wait for this helicopter to fly away. Now, on the drone, they say you've got about... 13 minutes battery life depending on wind right if it's if it's windy the drone then sort of fights the wind a little bit more and uses more battery it was quite windy that day so i was on eight minutes and this helicopter still hadn't taken off and i wouldn't want to take it anywhere past 10 minutes i'd already flown it quite a lot so i was like this is very close to this battery running out and um it went to 10 minutes 11 minutes 
and I was shitting myself thinking, fuck, this drone's going to... And the helicopter just took off. I followed it, landed it very quickly, and it all went fine. So everything went fine. Yes. So we're done. Well, I'm glad to hear you didn't crash it or decapitate anybody. That that wouldn't have been good. No, it actually flew very well. I was I was, I was very pleased with how it, yeah. it was flying. So yeah, it did well, did well. 